Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Hardcore Heroes. How are you all doing today? Doing good. Excited to get going. Pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yep. So for those of you who are new to this show, Hardcore Heroes is a second edition by the books, only the, the core player's handbook, Monstrous Manual and DMG, uh, which means it's kind of brutal. If a character reaches zero HP, the character is dead. No negative, no resurrection. I mean, I guess if you can get resurrection somewhere down the line, but unlikely to happen. Character is dead, and when a character dies, the player leaves the show. Additionally, we're going to be using all the, all the very basic rules from these three books which means some things are going to be a little bit wonky. For example, armor class goes down. The better your AC, the lower it is. And then you've got this Thacko stat tossed in here. And you've got these saving throws. And there's a bunch of really weird stuff that goes along with second edition. So if you are unfamiliar with second edition, you will uh, learn along with a lot of other people. Uh, but it's going to be a fun ride, and I'm pretty excited by it. So why don't we introduce our players? Uh, why don't we start with Sean? Who are you, and who is your character? Uh, I am Sean. I just lurk in the dark corners of the internet and occasionally come out to play D&D. &D. Uh, my character is Van Helsing. I am a cleric uh, serving the god, the goddess Chiss, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. He is a 22-year-old cleric with, like, ridiculously flamboyant like long flowing locks that go down to shoulder length he has like a clean shaven kind of like a baby face going uh, i think people would be torn describing him like some people would say oh you know he's a gorgeous man but others would say he's effeminate and kind of would lack authority on that basis he doesn't have the manliness they would expect from someone in his position mm -hmm. all right yeah. uh corny or bijan who are you and who's yes. your character uh, i'm <clears throat> Kind of the opposite of Sean. I sometimes lurk around the outside world known as reality, uh, but most of the time I play D&D &D and video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a YouTube channel, Gaming with Tripper, uh, where I play various video games. But right now I am Corny, who is a very laid back, uh, happy, <clears throat> jubilant, um, gnomish brewer of the tavern run by gnomes, the half pint, I believe. And uh, I'm, he's got short cropped hair. He's a pretty simple gnome, but he's always got a smile on his face. He always keeps a wineskin full of his own ale. And he always rhymes. Yes. Because he's a gnome. Oh, yeah. Gnomes and I will be sticking to that. Rhyme. Yes. They rhyme, rhyme all the time. That is the quality of gnomes. And we're going to, hmm. it's difficult to do that. So we'll, we'll give you some I'm gonna leeway. Do it. I'll stick uh, to it. Yeah. Any gnome NPCs that we meet, I'm going to speak to extensively. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to Greg. Who are you and who's Hello, your character? Hello, I am Greg. I will be playing the part of Croak, our thief tonight. Um, I don't have anything interesting about my backstory. I'm just a normal person that watches the internet. Um, my Croak character is a thief who has a little bit of a weight problem. His eyes are watery and blurry, um, bulge out kind of frog-like, which is where he gets his name from. And he's fairly overweight and short, uh, which uh, kind of uh, offsets or, or beguiles people when they think of his actual dexterity and his nature. So it'll be exciting. All right. And Nick. Hello there. Uh I also, I'm just a normal person. I'm the only Englishman here, so the only real civilized person <laughs> on the show. Uh, I'll be playing Malachi, the 21-year-old human wizard. Um, he's a good-looking fellow with 
you know, shoulder-length blonde hair pulled back off his face. He's the son of a merchant. You know, he considers himself uh, better than the rest of the rabble in the town. Um, got, you know, nice clothes, a hand-carved staff, and just walks around generally feeling superior. All right. So let's talk about the world we are playing in. Uh, this is the, the continent of Arcadia, and it is noted for its lack of iron. Iron is very scarce here, so most things are made out of bronze or brass, really some sort of copper alloy. Um, so you'll find a lot of bronze and brass and copper sorts of things here and there. The primary difference of this is when dealing against weapons of iron. So a bronze weapon against iron armor gets a penalty of one to hit. Uh, or you could say the iron armor gets a bonus of one against bronze. It doesn't really matter, uh, and vice versa. So if you have a steel weapon or an iron weapon against bronze armor, the weapon gets a bonus of one. Or you could say the armor gets a penalty of one. It, it's all semantics, but we're going to giving the, we're going to be giving the bonus to the weapon, even though it doesn't really matter too much. Um, Neil, can I interject a question? Please do. What about a wooden weapon given like a quarter staff? Would that be also subject to the minus one? Against um, iron armor. No, no. It's only in iron versus bronze matchups that okay. makes a difference. But that is a nice. very solid question. Uh, is our gear iron or bronze? Bronze. Okay. Yes. Um, let's talk about the town we are all starting in, or you are all starting in. Whoops. Come on, overlays. Come on, overlays. Here we go. So okay. this is the town of Shirebrook. You can see the surrounding areas all about it. Let's take a little bit of a closer look. Uh, you've got two rivers that meet up with Shirebrook. You've got the Swampwater River and Crystal Run, and they meet up just before uh, the just before the ocean and kind of merge just on the edge of Shirebrook and pour out into there. To the west is the Tether Wilds, this kind of open expanse of plains with hills. Uh, it is kind of a dangerous place and not inhabited by many civilized people. It's kind of dangerous in that the fact there are giants walking around and other nasty things. To the south is the Hidden Valley region of this world. You can kind of see it here down on the bottom of the map. And the Hidden Valley is noted for its mystery surrounding it. Some have called it a cursed area. No one that has ever really approached the Hidden Valley or gone in to investigate the Hidden Valley significantly has come back. Surely, of course, some people claim to have gone in there and maybe they've poked their head in and back out, but no one has ever really explored the Hidden Valley. Uh, there seems to be something that prevents people from going there or kills off the people who get there. The, they say the region is cursed. Uh, and to the north, we have the Ashlands. You consider the Ashlands just like a, a flat plain of chaparral. If you're not familiar with chaparral, it's lots of short bushes. Kind of think Southern California terrain. Lots of short bushes and little plants that don't really get too high. Maybe a couple of trees here and there, but they're pretty far and few between. Chaparral is also noted for being quite dry and easy to burn. So the Ashlands are named for the chaparral because once they catch fire, the whole area burns. And then in a year or two, it's all back. We also have this really nasty black pine marsh up the Swampwater River. Um, don't go there. You're going to die. There are <laughs> hydras in there, so stay away. Uh, but the nice peaceful road leads all the way to the Thornwood Forest, where you can find Thornwood, the closest civilized town. Um, and that's a fairly nice place in this forest, bridging two rivers of its own, and it has a big wall around it. So... That is kind of our terrain and our surrounding area. Um, 
And I think, why don't we just introduce the characters in a little bit more depth? So we're going to start off with what each of you are doing today, starting with Sean. Sean, what is your character doing? You're, you're a cleric, right? Yeah. So I am a 22-year-old cleric. I am in charge of a local monastery. There's five, six in the town? Six, I believe. Six. Uh, so I'm in charge of the one in the merchant district. Uh, I'm in service to the goddess Chiss, but I kind of run a temple that's, you know, all the gods and there's a place of worship for everyone. And I just kind of handle the day-to-day -day operations of the church. Mm -hmm. I, I look over sort of artifacts and relics and kind of guide in the masses, I guess. Yeah, cool. And Nick, you we know you're a wizard, but what about mm -hmm. your family? Where are you from? Well, my father is a, a traveling merchant. He captains a ship. Uh, I did grow up with him, but about seven years ago, he took back to the seas to make a little more gold for the family. Um, so I see him from time to time. I think as of right now, he hasn't been in town for a good six months. Usually when he comes back, he only comes in for a few days at a time. So I look after the, um, I wouldn't call it a mansion, but it's a fairly nice house that we live in. Um, I sleep there. And then in the mornings, I go over to Rohana the Diviner's magic shop where I'm the apprentice. I usually uh, look after that in the morning because she's unwell a lot of the time and I have to sort of maintain the shop. And then typically in the afternoons, I'll uh, wander around the market a little bit, check out what the local merchants are selling, if there's any fine words that I might want to buy. If not, I'll head over to the um, the Half Pint Tavern to taste some of the, the best ale, this side of Newfoot. Right. Okay. And you are an only child and you do not... That's right. Okay. As far as I know, I've probably got some half-siblings knocking around somewhere. Yeah. Right. And Greg, we heard a lot about you, but there was a, a figure in your life that we should know a little bit about, I think. Yes, uh, Abbot the Two Toes. Uh, he was kind of a mentor of Croaks as uh, he was welcomed into the thieving world. Um, Abbot Two Toes was in town about two years ago. He poses as a, as a member of the faith to kind of help his swindles along and showed me the ropes, taught me how to do all the nasty deeds that I do, and then has since gone off to in search of more towns and more people. I last seen up towards Thornwood. Right. And you're the only person here not from Shirebrook. That is true. I am from the peasant class, uh, probably somewhere out in the in the foresty region, kind of close to town. Mm -hmm. uh, my family's were was a hunter-trapper family um, that after a period of time, Croak decided this was a hard life that he didn't enjoy in the slightest. So he moved out on his 18th name day and came to Shirebrook, where the life of, of laying about in inns uh, quickly got a hold of him and spent all of his money. Fortunately for some, and for, unfortunately for others, he found his way to Abbot the Tutos. Okay. And to Ripper. Yes, Corny most likely wakes up, uh, works the, um, the kegs with his father in the morning, and by works with his father, he means does all of the work brewing the ale. Uh, for much of the morning, and then he goes, cleans out the rats in the cellar uh, with his trusty short bow, and um, he would probably oversee the delivery of some of the holy wine to the local temple as well. Um, yeah. Okay. And it is with you that we will start our campaign. Everybody today is hanging out in the Half Pint, the tavern that uh, Corny works in, and where he makes all of his ale and serves it around. Uh, the whole party, with the exception of Corny, are hanging out at a table on the ground floor. Corny is downstairs 
working on your big casks. You know, you're, you're climbing around and doing whatever it is that you do to make ale. When you overhear an odd conversation coming through one of the, the ventil- ventilation grates just above you, it, this grate sits just below the edge of this table. And sometimes when you're working on your, what are the big things that you brew ale? And it's not quite a cask, is it? The big stills? No, that's for distilling. You're working on a big cask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, Uh, the huge cask things. And you hear two voices. The first one says, ah, and here it is, one potion of ugliness. The other voice says, excellent, excellent. First one replies, do you have it? Second, what? Oh, oh, yes, yes, here it is, just as you asked. First, pure of heart and innocent of flesh. The second, I don't see what difference that makes. And the first one in a very loud whisper, insolent fool, it is not for you to decide. Now tell me. The other one replies, yes, just like you asked, pure of heart and innocent of flesh. It wasn't easy getting that, you know. And there's a sound of some chairs moving and the second voice says, wait, where are you going? Blasted man. And then you hear some more chairs scooting about. Um, Do we all hear this or just no, corny just, through the grate? Just, just corny through the grate. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um, and I think you know that mm-hmm. your friend over here, Sean, is a cleric of the goddess Chiss, the goddess of beauty. Beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but that ugliness bit was a red flag. The potion yeah. of ugliness, yes. Keep that in mind. Uh, I would probably... I can imagine that they're waiting for me to bring them their drinks. Yeah, I think actually you're Perhaps. you're more like working now. They're hanging out and you've got... Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, would I be able to go up and talk to them at all? Or am, sure. I, just, am I just working... I okay, mean, you're yeah. working. You can yeah. do whatever you want, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd bring them around. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, thank you for the round kindly. I didn't know you were serving today. I serve every day, Croak. I'm just that kind of bloke. Um, and, uh, Sean, what's the name of your character? I'm Van Heelsing. Friends call me Van. It's no big yeah. deal. Ah, Van, I heard something strange. Uh, I think you might want to hear it. Come range. Uh, there was a man in here talking about some potion or other babble. It seemed to me like some serious rabble. Um, about ugliness, disgustingness, something evil. Um, you might want to check it out, but it could be a weevil. <laughs> oh god, I haven't thought of the character voice. Uh, yeah, whatever. Ugliness, disgustingness, you say? Yes, yes, some Strange talk. Although, with my hearing, it could have been a squawk. Hmm. Perhaps we must investigate. See what is going on. Tell us, Corny, what exactly did you hear? You're babbling. It just confuses me sometimes. You're a great friend, but speak plainly. Yes, Croak, it is difficult for my kind to do. Now, unlike someone with such elegant speech as you, You see, they talked of some strange rites and rituals. Uh, I know not if it had to do with your normal victuals, though something about being pure of heart or some such madness. uh, I'm only happy that we've left it to badness. Um, That's all that I know. If we want, we could go. Well, 
I am. Um, this is a fine establishment, and I do enjoy your magnificent ales and wines, but uh, it does seem about time for me to get moving on. We could check this out if it interests you there, Mr. Heelson. Indeed. Tell me, how exactly did you hear these uh, nefarious voices, Mr. Corny? Oh, you know, I work in the cellar. Uh, I hear lots of things, though most of the time it's just Bella. Uh, Excellent. I am starstruck right now. <laughs> I'm on fire. Are we, uh, are we all sat at the table? You're all sat at myself. the table now. Oh, I've brought you guys around, by the way. Right. So I guess I say to um, Connie, you say these uh, these people, this great that you heard them through, do you think you know who they are? Uh, I haven't a where clue. Why, if where, it... is the, where is the great? Uh, down in the, the lower part of the inn. Uh, we could go check it out if you're quite done drinking your stint. Well, I think what my dear friend Malachi is really asking you, son, is where does that great lead to from your little basement area? In relation to the rest of the bar, you see. Uh, Neil? Uh, it leads <laughs> right near the front door. There's these long tables that people can sit at uh, where, you know, you can have just a whole crew of people piling and sitting down. And this great leads to the spot right next to the front door. Um, in fact, you can look over there and see who's sitting there now, if you want. Yes. Is there okay. two men? No, it is... One of them left, right? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Um, um, please remind me which your dear sister's name is. Uh, it's so forgetful. What's my sister's name? I don't know many of my, I don't know my family names. You haven't named your family. Oh, that was up to me? Oh, darn it. I did not know. Uh, I can come up with a lot of known names if you want. You are only a short man, Croak, but I, I think you should stay away from the gnomes as a romantic interest. Oh, no, no. You see, she's the one serving us, and she would be serving them, too. If we called her over, I'm sure she could tell us a little something about the gentleman sitting at that there table previously. I believe you, but I've seen the way you looked at her previously. It was just mm -hmm. last night, I think. I noticed a few awkward glances. Well, you know... These things happen. Do not look down on such romantic obligations, friend. You never know where beauty might sprout from them. Perhaps, yes, I and we it's... all know that I am such a beautiful visage. Nothing but beauty pops from me. Uh, uh, have okay. you considered that exercise routine I recommended? I considered <laughs> it and then decided instead to come here and have a few drinks. It seemed the more appropriate task. Croak, listen, yeah. you're a great friend of mine, but don't flatter yourself. You're quite the opposite of pretty on the scale of an elf. This is fair. Them elves are some magical folk. But in terms of humans, I'd say these flabs are quite pretty. No. No. <laughs> I would agree with the cleric on this uh, endeavor. All right, all right. Th this, this really isn't the point. I, Corny, call your sister over. Let's have a little chat with her. It's important for a man to know his own limitations, Croak. That's all. <laughs> I think I have a name for my sister. Can she be zany? She can be whatever you'd like. Yay. All right. Yes, yes, I'll go call her over. Though, uh, why don't you 
clean that stuff off your shirt. It looks like you've got some clover. Oh dear, I, I do. A moment. Zany, come here. Uh, I'll give you a bear. Zany trots over after shooing away some other guests and goes, uh, what is your character's name again, Corny? Well, Corny, how's it going over here? Are you guys all lonely? Oh, no, Corny's been taking good care of us, son, but, or miss, my apologies. Uh, you know, you know it, it confuses me sometimes. We have a question about the gentlemen that were sitting over by the door. It appears they left, but uh, Corny overheard an interesting conversation about them. I was hoping you could tell us something about them. You know, who they were, have you seen them before? Oh, brother dear, tell me, what did you hear? Well, you see, I was down in the cellar brewing some beer, and I heard up above something that only I could hear. Uh, in front of the door, they sat, apparently, talking about some evil. And like I told the others, it might have just been a weevil, but it seemed like evilness, pure and simple. Something about a potion of ugliness. Uh, maybe a pimple? Uh, you understand, sister. Yes, I, I see. I, I'm not sure I understand it perfectly, me. Well, the man that was sitting there certainly didn't have a black heart. He was our very own jackart. Jackart is um, a person that you would probably know, Corny. He is a sailor that sometimes comes through the area. Actually, who lives in town, but sometimes visits this, this bar, which is a little unusual because most of the sailors go to the other bar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Jackart, I know him. He is that sailor. Definitely not Bob the tailor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The other one miss. I could he not never say. Had himself some company at the table. Didn't order two drinks. There was a strange man sitting with him, but his features were all hidden, shrouded from within. Mm. Corny. Do you think you could identify the voices of the men who were talking? Hmm, this I could do, though uh, I'm sure I'd have to do it with you. Uh, I say this because it's about a potion of ugliness. Hmm. Surely one must have brewed it and the other must have ordered it. We could probably figure out which is which if we invite this jackart over for a drink. Hmm, this could be done, yes, I suppose. Ah, though I might have to get a change of clothes. Um. <laughs> Van Helsing, I have to say, given the, your position within the clergy, I think this man would be unwilling to talk about such matters in your presence. Perhaps myself, Croak, maybe he'd be more willing to speak to us. This is a fair point. Hmm. Perhaps I shall retire to a room upstairs. Perhaps that's for the best. I yes, shall be I down in ten minutes. Just fifteen minutes. Near top. Yeah, I think that sounds reasonable. Very well, and I kind of stand up and start kind of going upstairs. I follow. Are Courtney you going to come back in fifteen minutes? You said. Yeah, something like that. Just kind of. He's not in the bar, Neil. Right? He is He's not in the bar. Oh crap! Oh. I thought there was one guy left. That's my no, bad. No. Uh, never mind on this. Yeah, forget <laughs> that strategy then. Uh. Ooh. I say, Mr. Heelsing, uh, why don't you go ahead and go back to your your church, and 
I'm sure something there, someone there, will have some information about potions of ugliness, perhaps ways that you may uh, mm, be quite rude to the goddess Chase. And uh, you might be able to figure out something more about this shadowy figure or their motives. And myself and Malachi go off and fetch ourselves a sailor, have a chat back here, and uh, we'll reconvene. Hmm. This seems like a fine plan. Neil, can I ask a question about potion brewing? Uh, one, would I, would I know anything about that? Yes. I know that. You okay. need to be at least ninth level to brew a magical potion. Indeed. So it's very rare that people can brew truly magical potions. Now people can make ointments and poultices and these non-magical things that can soothe burns or maybe help heal you a little bit faster. But true mm -hmm. magic potions are a rare find. Okay, yeah. Um, and Rohanna, would she? does she brew any potions? She brews ointments and poultices okay. and things about nature. All right, so maybe I've got some books that maybe might help with research, perhaps, to give some insights, but as of right now, I've got no ideas okay. about how that would have happened. Yeah. Well, Croak, it sounds like a plan. Uh, do we know where this guy lives? Where he hangs out? Well, he's a sailor, right? I assume he'll be down by the docks. We'll just ask around. Oh, oh, I remembered something about his race, speaks up your sister. Uh, he was a human with a, a beard on his face. Black, I believe. Why, thank you, my dear. You have been a most excellent help. Mm -hmm. She nods and flounces off uh, to tend to some other patrons who are angrily calling over while she's been sitting and idly listening to your chatter. <laughs> Corny, my friend, are you busy here at work or can you come with us? Would I be allowed to leave? I mean, you're an, you're an adult. You can do what you want right. to do, but you got to make right. sure the ale gets brewed eventually, you know? Right, right. Yeah, okay. That's you're like... free to come and go as you please. Let me finish up some things and uh, pick up some stuff, and I'll uh, walk out with you lot, and then we'll rough the tough. Excellent. We'll be waiting for you here. Just be quick about it. Not my head. Like, All right. Assuming he scampers off, I want to kind of poke Malachi. Be like, so uh, the way I see it, we're not getting very much out of this here uh, thing that we're doing for Mr. Heelsing. I would agree with you, but uh, remember that whoever brewed this potion is a very powerful man. Probably has. All they now. I don't do much with the ways of magic. Indeed. In fact. If he got this potion from anywhere within close distance of this town, I would be surprised. Perhaps whoever bought this potion has access to some funds. Excellent. Well, then I say we have ourselves a secondary target. I Let's call it primary. Look at uh, this uh, brewer and see if we can't lift ourselves a little profit. Indeed. All right. I'm on board then. Shall we wait for Corny here at the door? I suppose uh, I do dislike dealing with gnomes too much, but he seems a decent type. Oh, he's a nice little fellow, and quite handy with the bow, I assure you. He's worth it. I'll take your word for it this time, Croak. <laughs> Indeed. Alright, I just assume we wait for Corny to come back. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, eventually, yeah. Corny re-arrives. Yep. What do you well, look like when you come down ready for, like, traveling? Or do you just... Me? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've <laughs> I'm got, like, my bow strung around. I still have really laid-back clothing, and it's still okay. ripped in places, and it's got stains, but I just, I've got a smile on my face. That's all I need. <laughs> well then, Connie, let's head out to the docks. Yes, yes. I'm ready to go. Now let us leave before the wind blows. After you, Crook. All right. I stride um, very jauntily down the street, smiling at everyone, with my bleary eyes blinking at them. What what time of day is it now? It's like middle of the day somewhere. Not maybe not quite noon, but you know, middle of the morning, late late morning. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Is the weather decent? Or? Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful, sunny, shiny day. Okay. Casually stroll down towards the docks then, uh, staff in hand. Okay. Embroidered cloak blowing in the wind. The whole party is going, or Van Hilsing is... Uh, yeah, I've back. retired to the temple. So, uh, when I get back, I was going to sort of ask around, like, there, there's others in the temple, right? There's, like, other young uh, clerics in training, and there's, like, um... There, there's another priest there, and a bunch of clergy, like, you know, people that help sweep this, or do that, or... You know, Lots of, like, non-leadership roles in the church to maintain the presence and help out people who come and go. Uh, but you right. you would run this, and you would have a priest who works under you. Right. Okay, I would, um... I kind of want to, like, ask around the temple then, sort of, like, ask about uh, if anybody's ever heard of anything, like a potion of ugliness, and uh, sort of, like, just kind of what would go into a magic potion in general. And then I assume that I have, like, sort of a dedicated priest who kind of runs the temple whenever I'm away. Uh, not really. You don't tend to leave town very much, so if you want to leave, you can have someone come and replace you. But if you're going to leave like a day or so, you would have to arrange with someone, be like, hey, can you cover the temple for me while I'm gone? Or talk okay. to the leader in town, the, the high priest in town, and ask them to arrange things for you. But okay. if you're going to leave town for more than, for a day even, you'd need to find someone to do it. But there's not a dedicated replacement. All right, in that case, I'll just forget about the second part. I was going to say, if there's uh, somebody who just kind of, like, does day-to-day -day operations whenever I'm out of the temple, I'd tell them to kind of keep an eye out for any nefarious characters, but I guess yeah. I'll just... No, you could, there's that. a day-to-day -day operations person, but not someone to lead religious ceremonies. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I, okay. I w I'll just tell them to, like, keep an eye out for anyone who looks uh, like they might be of a slightly nefarious sort. Sure. As for information about brewing, um, you can peruse through your library however big that may be. Uh, but unfortunately, the books that you have there at that temple, just, they don't have any information about it. You spend maybe right. an hour sorting through books trying to figure out if anything has anything about potions or about specific things of ugliness and nothing comes to mind. Nothing comes to page okay. either. Uh, I don't know where the party went, so I guess I'll just wait for somebody to come and uh, grab me. I sure. figured they'll need me at some point or another. Yeah. Do you know anything about your, like, are there, are there any natural kind of, like, enemies of your church? Hmm. You could look into that. Uh, is that a thing? Is there, like, arch nemesis, king of ugliness? There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's no god that presides over the domain of ugliness. Okay. Um, so you don't have a natural enemy other than time, maybe? Or fate? Ooh. I don't know. Maybe tempos? Okay. Um, uh, so... The rest of the party. You make your way through the market square down towards the docks. Um, yeah. Let's see. Can I get an intelligence check from Corny? 
oh. to see hmm. if you can remember what Jackart looks like. Because you know the name, and you probably know the person, but you can't necessarily place a face with the name right now. Mm -hmm. And I want my stat or below, yes? Right. So yes. first oh. thing, hmm. first roll in the game. When you do stat checks, you want to roll your stat or lower. Uh, the higher you roll, the better you do. So so you oh. want to like roll as close to your stat as possible without going over. Kind of like mm -hmm. a Price is Right style. Okay, so I want a 14 or... Yeah, that Nate, that's a success. Uh, you do remember what he looks like, in fact. He's a kind of a strapping, youngish sailor. He's... Well, I, no, I shouldn't reveal too many details. Yeah, he, he's a young sailor whose face you can recall. Okay. Yeah, I gather the people I'm with and say, I remember this jackard, a strapping young man. He carried little ornament, not even a fan, though a sailor at heart, so I'm sure we'll find him here. Um, though I'm not sure if we'll find any beer. Uh, <laughs> Do you think that you'd uh, recognize him if we saw him again? If I know sailors, he's probably talk. He's probably got that beer you were talking about. Oh Sir. yes, yes, I'm sure. I've got his mind fresh in my mind, quite pure. Now, Croak, uh, you know I'm a man of stature. I, I tend not to travel around uh, the taverns around here. Uh, perhaps you know uh, where this guy might be headed. Oh, uh, well, I have an idea, at least. I'm sure you could just follow me. And, uh, lead the way. Huh? Lead the way. Okay, excellent. Um, I just kind of lead the way towards, um, let's see, a poor tavern. I'm going to assume the fish is in the area, is yes, in the dock area, Neil? Yes, it is. All right, I lead them, I lead them all the way up to the fish. That's my, my first stopping point. Right, and you All get right. to the fish. It is a smallish, kind of ugly tavern down by the sea. The sort of place where scum and villainy sort of live. It's not it's not the pleasant part of town. Um, doing my best not to, like, touch anything, and I'm casting, like, disapproving glances at various, like, dirty people who are sat around. Yeah. Just, like, trying not to interact with anyone. Okay. Alrighty. I tell Corny, uh... Go ahead and take a look around here. I'm sure you might find that Jackheart fellow here. I'm going to have myself a little chat with the manager, you know, upstanding citizen to upstanding citizen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll make my way to the front, like to the bar top. Okay. You get over towards the bar. None of the stools fit. Oh, wait, you're not a gnome. You're a human. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you get over to the barman. He is in the middle of pouring some drinks for some other people. It is, the bar is surprisingly crowded for this sort of, for this time of day. Then again, it is a sailor's bar, and when they're not at sea, they're pretty much just found drinking or whoring. Right. Uh, do you do you have a name prepared for this guy, or do you want me to make one up? Oh, you can make it up if you'd like. Alrighty. Um, we're just gonna call him uh, Three Fingers. Uh, I lean in and I say, "Hey, Three Fingers, when you got a moment, let's have a chat." Hmm. Mm. He grumbles. I wait for him to finish pouring his beer or whatever. When he comes over, I say, Now, me and my friends here, we have a looking for a fella. I'm sure you would know who he is. Uh, name of Jack Cart. He's a sailor, often comes into town. Uh, he, he and I have some business we need to discuss. I'd be much appreciated if you uh, were to give me a little knowing where he is. Tell me where he's been. 
He looks at you. I go ahead and I'll slide like a shiny, like two silver pieces beneath my big fat sausage fingers over to him. He looks at you. He looks over at Malachi. He looks over at, uh, at uh, Corny. He goes, them folks with ya? Yep, yep. The, the gnome, he's a bit annoying, I know, but you'll, you'll like him just fine. Uh, Malachi, he's, you can tell he's not from around here, but I'll vouch for him. He's, he's got the right kind of heart. Just like, nod on him. Hmm. Looks like <laughs> the sort of fellow who thinks he's too good for a place like this. What do you uh, do in pairing well, off with a man like that? You know, we need friends of all types, you know, and he's, he's a good friend. The guy puts his big, meaty hand over your big, meaty hand and pulls the coins away from you. It says, Jack Art. Yeah, I know the guy. Uh, recently married. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Where, where could I find him on this day? Recently Leans married. over the bar, starts looking around. I don't see him in here. Maybe he's either at his house or down by the docks. He's got a boat. We... we... We'll check by the docks, but that that house seems interesting. I might try there. Maybe his wife will know exactly where he is today. Could you could you point me to his house? He grumbles and gives you vague directions to the house. You know, it's on C Street, on the right. Excellent. You've been a mighty fine, Three Fingers. Yeah, I'll let you back to your ball. He seems you're quite busy today. He moves on without a word. I'll go pat. Uh, Malachi on the shoulder and be like, good news, we don't have to stay here much longer. I have uh, directions to uh, Jack Oz's house. We'll have a little talk with his wife, see what's up. Uh, Coney, Coney, where you at, son? Coney's muted. <laughs> He's just like underneath somebody. <laughs> I, I was in fact muted, though not, not muted. Uh, I am here, Croak, looking for that man, uh, though I can't find him. Uh, maybe we'll go get some cans, something. Uh. Uh, rather than that can something, I don't know. I'm not much of a spam eater myself, but uh, I do know where his wife is. We can go there instead. Maybe she's got some meal for you. Ah, that is quite useful, Croak. I see. Uh, well, let us go. You, him, and me. Yes. Um, and then I, I'll just lead the way to the to her to their their house. On, on the on the way there, I sort of get up to Croak and say, "This Jackart fellow, do you think he can uh, defend himself? Is he a violent man?" Uh, well, all sailors are violent men at heart. You know, they have to be to be out on that all that water. It's such an awful place. I, I would imagine he could defend himself just fine. But the three of us, I'm sure we can. We can handle him and his little lady. I mean, if it's just his wife there, then we'll probably be okay. But if he's there and we ask him the wrong questions, depending on where he, uh, how involved he is in this, he may get a little spooked. Well, if he does get spooked, the way I see it, that's a good thing. He could lead us over to the 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 shadowy figure that a little corny he has taught heard and we might get to the root of this a little quicker. My well, suspicion would... is in the middle of the day he's down by the docks and I'd much rather get a chance to talk with his wife a little. Okay. I can see the benefits of that. Hmm. Now Croak, don't let your womanizing side show. You know there's nothing you'll get from her but 
a kick in the go. <laughs> I would tend to agree with the gnome on this. Well, the way I see it is, newly married man, he probably doesn't have too many secrets from his little lady. And put a little scare in her, we might be able to we might be able to get him running back to where he needs to where, where what we need to see. If he's down on the docks with all his sailor friends, the last thing we want is a gang of angry sailors descending upon us. Well, we could go down and look at the docks, but then we'd be right in the midst of that gang of angry sailors. I'd say, let's talk to his wife. Let's just... His wife and wait for him to show up. I would say, leave the threats. Maybe just not threaten her too much at this stage. My Hmm. dear, I, I wouldn't dream of threatening a lady. Of course course well if, if it must come to that just know i'm quite good with this bow though it has a small tweak however the last time i got fell off the stairs uh i was out for a week so don't let anyone get close to me and hit me real hard because uh well my brother is the bard um not is a- he really now i didn't know he played <laughs> no i was lying now go back to flying So you guys head down C Street, and while you're actually about the time that you were finishing up this conversation, you notice off to the right is the house you're looking for. It is, a house is a generous term, it is a shack, it's a lean-to shack that probably only has the one room, the roof is a little bit wonky, some of the boards on the front are falling off, it looks like the door has been freshly painted, but aside from that, the place is kind of a dump, Uh, it doesn't have really any personality to it other than like a little seaside shanty shack well he doesn't look like a man of many means perhaps that's why he's involved in this whole thing i think that's a fair assumption um i'm gonna walk up and just knock on the door okay empty silence silence well this is unfortunate is there a window on the side. Um, there's a window on, on the, the front. Side, it's maybe. got shutters that are closed right now. But you might be able to open them. Is, can we get around the sides? The back? Uh, one side you can get around. The other side is a jutting another shack. Yeah, so I go and take a walk around the around the side of the building. Is there like a There's a little a outhouse in the back that looks like a couple of different houses use. Okay. There's no back door or another window. There is a back door. There is not another window. It's the back door less in sight to the rest of the docks. Absolutely. The only people that could see the back door would be anyone else in this back little... It's almost like a courtyard with the toilet in it, but not not quite that structured. You know, it's where so I guess the I back of the houses meet. Go back around the front. Croak, Corny, back around here. There might be another way in. Alrighty then. I'll follow. He's smart, Malachi. Though, remember, I'm not that high. <laughs> Dead. I think there might be some potions back at the, the magic shop that could help you with that. I'd like that very much, though. I, mean, I, I don't mean height, though. I just, more specifically. <laughs> oh, you speak of other things. I ask. Wings? I am a, a man of great wisdom and knowledge. I'll I show you one the back door while they're talking. Uh, it's open. It just swings open. I walk in, be like, hello. This is Croak. Anybody home? It is um, a dark room. The only light coming through is what 
leaks through the cracks of the walls and the roof and through the back door that you've opened. To your right is a bed, which is kind of slightly lift off, lifted off the ground and has a whole bunch of animal furs on it and some pillows stacked on it. The bed is not made and looks pretty messy. To your left and front, near the window that's shut in the front, is a small semblance of a kitchen. Uh, just basically some tables, some boards with various cutting implements and cooking implements on it. There is a hearth beside the kitchen section of the room, because it's all just one room, that has some ashes in it and a, a big pot sitting over what would be a fire, were there a fire going. Is there any empty bowls or mm -hmm. you know spoons? Is there two bowls or just one? Uh, there are... There's like four or five bowls. Three okay. of them are dirty. There's a couple of spoons and forks lying around. <clears throat> the spoons are wooden, the forks are bronze. Corny, do me a favor and check under the bed. Though, <laughs> so why not you? And I start going under the bed. It's dusty. No one's swept in here in probably a long time. I want to look in the ashes of the fire. I just want to see if they all look like wood ash, or if there's anything else maybe in there. Hmm, good. No, do sift through the ashes. Your hands, okay. <clears throat> sorry, come away dirty, but you find nothing. They don't have like a like a fire poker. Yeah, there's a fire poker. You can use that. Instead. I use that. There's, I don't want ash on my hands. Okay. Is there any like cupboards or drawers? There's a, a bureau. A big wardrobe. Okay. I try that. Okay. Uh, while you start rummaging through this wardrobe, a voice goes, Hey! What are you doing in Jack Art's house? Coming from the, the backyard. Backyard. Correct. I waddle out. Be like, Well, me and Jack Art had some business. We were gonna have a little chat with him, but he doesn't seem to be home. We'll be on our way shortly here. Do you know where he is? Beat bow down to by the docks, I assume? Yeah, I do, and I'm rather inclined to go fetch him and tell him about this breach of oh, privacy. Oh, no need. We'll be down there ourselves. Hey, Why boys. Don't I walk you there? Hmm? Sure thing. I'd appreciate the escort. Okay. He eyes you guys intently as you walk out, kind of looking up and down, no. searching to see if we've got anything on you that you shouldn't have. Did I find anything in the wardrobe? You started to look through it. There was some. There's a couple of heavy coats, some old blankets, some various other clothes, but you didn't get a finish. You didn't get to finish searching it before he called you away. Okay, so I start walking out and I look this guy up and down. What kind of uh, how's he built? What's he wearing? He's an older man, maybe in his early 60s, maybe late 50s. Could it be 40s if the weather, if the ages, just years haven't been too good to him. He's got a scraggly, unkempt beard. His shirt is stained in very, various different places. His pants are ripped and torn. He's wearing weathered sandals that look like they're on their last legs. I guess I go up to him and say, um, Are you okay, sir? Is there a problem here? We weren't causing any trouble. Do you know Jack Hart well? Don't want to cause any trouble. Look at you. Bet you took a bath yesterday. Indeed I did. <laughs> and when was the last time you took a bath, sir? <clears throat> he grunts, kind of walks past you, clearly not liking the look of you, and begins to lead the way towards the docks, looking over his shoulder to make sure you guys are following him. 
I don't like the look of this croak. Well, the way I see it is he's going to lead us to who we want to see, and that'll be the end of him. We were going to have to talk with these sailors anyway. Let's do it now. Yes, but if he tells Jackard what we were doing... We were in his house looking for him, that's all. I guess there that's how no they do it down this there. end of town. I suppose if he didn't want people to come in his house, he should have locked his door. Precisely. That's a fair right. argument, as far as I'm concerned. Our alibi is sound, though if we must, perhaps we should bound. You probably should have brought the more credible cleric with you. <laughs> okay. We didn't yes. want credibility getting in the way. <laughs> this older man leads you down to the docks. Um, okay. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, he leads you down and points down the long dock towards where you see Jackart. At least Corny recognizes Jackart at this distance. Uh, points and goes, there he is, next to his ship. Why don't you all walk down the pier first? I clap him on the on the shoulders, say, well, of course I will, and uh, walk on down. Okay. Uh, anything special you guys want to do before you run into him? I give one last look at the old man and shake my head, and then walk. He spits on the oh, ground. Dog. Not at you, but just on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you guys walk down the, the pier, dock, and run into Jackart, who sees the, you guys approaching him, you know, looking at him. He stands up, stretches his back from the, the little fishing boat he was working on, and waits for you guys to arrive. When you do, he goes, so, what are you doing? How's it going? <laughs> Well, it goes pretty good for me, I must say. Dear Croak here, he's had a full belly and a nice meal. I had a little bit of a walk. Been looking for uh, you, sir, I believe. You are Mr. Jackhart? I am. The older man behind you guys says, I found him snooping around your house. Oh, dear. He's such a... Such a old, simple-minded fool. It, we were not snooping. We were simply looking for you. Your door was open. We you were inside. In to see if you were there. One of you is going through his wardrobe. I saw another one of you crawl out from underneath his bed. Oh, uh, well, that's just a gnome. He, you know, you can't, you can't stop the gnomes from doing odd little things. It, it, it's not a worry. We, I show you everything is there, safe and sound. I wouldn't let someone steal, my God, from an upstanding citizen as yourself, Mr. Jack Hyde. Now... I just wanted to have a little chat. You seem to have a mutual friend of mine, and uh, we, I think we should have a little just talk, you know, maybe not out here where all the little birdies fly by can hear Speaking of little birdies, you notice all the other sailors in the area have stopped their work and are interested in this conversation. It's not too unusual for people to stop and huh? A bunch of people are talking to Jack Art. What's going on? So you got a, a small group of looky-loos, but they're all more or less on their, their areas. No one's crowding around you. Jack Art looks okay. at you. I kind of knowingly look at, like, one of them that has stopped working. Jack Art looks you guys up and down and goes, what's this all about? Huh? Oh, it's well, so sheriff Art. here. I'd, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if we could discuss this in private. Perhaps we could uh, go to your home momentarily. Well, step on your boat here. I'm sure there's a room here we could discuss business. Is there a room on the boat? Yeah. 
there is a there's a small sheltered area, but it doesn't look like it could fit all five of you, mm. four of you. I really would appreciate the privacy croak. I think uh, it's for the best. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, our mutual friend would be very disappointed if his business was out in the open. I nod. He nods slowly. Um, old man behind you says, What? You're just going to go with them like that? After they've been snooping around your place? Jackart says, Well, hold, hold on. It's, it'll, it'll be alright. I want to see what these fellows have to say. Uh, if you guys don't see me in 15 minutes, come looking for me, though. And he heads back to his house with you. Good. Yeah. A few minutes later, you're oh. back in his house. He looks around at all the things you were rummaging through, closes the closet, uh, kicks whatever, you know, kicks things back into rough place, puts his hands on his hips and goes, so what's the big idea of looking through my house? Well, you see, we uh, have a mutual friend that uh, doesn't like to get his name out too much, but uh, you acquired something for him. We are... Uh, making sure you kept your word on the quality of the, uh, let's say, product. You know, uh, there was some concern over it being truly pure of heart. Hey, hey. Look, I'm sorry about what I said earlier. I didn't mean to be quite so flippant, but I, I followed his instructions to the T, even if I didn't understand them. Mm-hmm. Well, I... In order to verify that it was done accurately, um, we're going to have to request that you go through the process with us. You know, I want to make sure that those instructions were followed correctly. Uh, we don't, we don't want to have an issue with such an upstanding citizen as yourself, but uh, we want to make sure it was done right. Just like he said, pure of heart, innocent of flesh found such a thing, and Bob's your uncle. This is, um, and can you, can you prove that to us? Huh? Or do you offer just your word? Perhaps you would elaborate slightly on the method, Jackhart. I would like to take some notes, and I take out, like, a page from my spellbook. And a quill, and as if I'm about to, you know, write down what he says. He crosses his arms and leans back and goes, "What's our mutual friend's name?" Before uh, we get too invested in this. Oh, you know that names are not to be shared publicly. We we're in a private we setting. You asked me here so we could speak without prying eyes. I look at Croak to see if he's got any bright ideas. You just see blinking frog-like eyes at you. <laughs> okay. You know, I put down I my, think, my spell book. I think I've got to get back to work. Please, Jacko, just one moment. Please, uh, I think I've got something that might change your mind. He takes a I take step off, backwards towards the door. I take my medallion off my, um, off my neck. And I hold it out in front of him and I stare him in the eyes. What is your say, medallion? Can you describe it? It's just a, a small gold uh, medallion. Okay. I, I paid five gold for it. Okay. And I uh, say, here, look, 
observe this, and I hold it up in front of him and start to just slowly rock it back and forth, like staring him in the eye. And I say, Jackarts, it's very important that you aid us in our questioning and just answer to the best of your ability. It's really the best idea for you and for our mutual friend. And I'm casting hypnotism on him. Mm. And I think I get a plus two because he stares at my eyes. Ooh. He gets a minus two to his saving throw. Let me just look up the specifics of the hypnotism spell. Mm -hmm. So you do this right. Hypnotism. I thought you were going to murder him, so that's a step above. Okay. Out of the murdering him, yeah. Right, Although so it he, might still come to that if he passes his save. He looks at the thing, the, the medallion you're waving, and then looks at you, meets your gaze, uh, listens as you cast the spell, and then you say... Yeah, it's, it's he should uh, answer all of our questions to the best of his ability. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's a suggestion. Yes, it is a, a suggestion. It's a suggestion. Mm -hmm. I suppose actually I cast the spell and then give the suggestion. Right. It's, it's what it says. Okay. So maybe I just, you know, listen to the sound of my voice as it gets deeper and deeper into your brain. Watch the pendulum swinging back and forth and back and forth. Feel your eyes growing heavy. Your doubts slipping away. The, the method, yeah. I got a volunteer. My, my wife knows her. They work together. And we, we told her it was for, for something else. And uh, we, we took a knife, cut her arm, bled her into a vial, uh, bandaged it up afterwards, up, up on the back of the arm, so that no one else would see. Her, her shirt should cover it until it heals. And our friend, do you know where he is now? No. Uh, he said he would meet me at the half pint today at this time. And then. What's his name, left. son? Venlin. I look at Malachi like. Uh, does this conclude our business with dear friend Jackheart? You've done well, Jackheart, I think, but I'll do for now. I think you need to go back to work, son. You've been a peach. Yeah, work. I gotta fix my ship. The net's, the net's all torn up. He turns and it is indeed. heads out. It's important work. Follow him out. Close the door behind everyone. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've done a good bit of work for one day. I, for one, need a nice, tasty meat pie. And I think we ought to let our cleric fan Heelsing know that it's a, a Van Lin that he needs to be on the lookout for. Maybe he can tell us why they want to 
make things so ugly in town. I agree. I've had my fill of this place. I'd see that we return to someone with a bit more class. Alright. The party gathers together and goes to meet Van Helsing. Uh, but why don't we take our first break here? And we'll be back in about five minutes. So see you all in a little bit. Bye-bye. Bye. Everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. So, the party meets up with Van Helsing at his temple. And says what? Hello, Van. Uh, we had ourselves a nice little chat with a one Mr. Jackart. Um, Malachi had a, a good good talk with him, and uh, we learned that uh, he's working with a man named uh, Venlin. And uh, it seems that the uh, pure of heart, innocent thing that Corny was discussing is uh, blood uh, that they got from one of his wife's friends in a vial. Hmm. What did you learn about your ugliness potions? Uh, I learned nothing new about a potion of ugliness. However, I have been waiting for news of Venlin. I Have I heard of this name before? Is he like a well-known character in town? Never heard of him before. I, I can't say I've ever heard of such a character before. Mm. That is disappointing. Well, one benefit to running a temple is you have connections. I'm sure I can dig something up. I could ask around the bar. He couldn't have gone far. Absolutely, it's worth doing. Pony. I believe that's a grand idea. Perhaps you should all go to the tavern. I'll ask around here and then meet you all there within an hour. Uh, well, this seems like a good plan, but uh, Malachi, dear friend, you you know a bit of the, the magics and the arcane, and you, you have a teacher, don't you? Perhaps uh, Venlin's a name that may not be familiar to the religious of us, but perhaps is a wizard or, or known to the arcanists, perhaps talking with, uh, what was her name, that lovely uh, Rowana would help us? Perhaps. Um... I'd maybe speak to her later this evening. She tends to sleep during the day. Maybe we could uh, head to the tavern, get some food, and we could reconvene in the morning. I'll consult the library, speak to Rohana. You know, there's a chance as well that if we could find a piece of thread from this Venlin's cloak or any other item that he may have inadvertently left behind in the tavern, then Rohana might be able to give us some more information on him. Mm. Well, then we shall have our eyes peeled for a piece of thread. Yes, we should be prepared to face the possibility that this man may not be from this area. I think it's quite likely that he isn't. If he is the one brewing this potion, then... That might make, yes, that might make tra tracking him down rather difficult. It could, but he has to be <laughs> staying somewhere in town. I suppose we can find it. If all he is after is the blood of an innocent woman... He couldn't have traveled too far Blood. to come here. Yes. Ha Wait, had they described to me the process already? I don't think so. I didn't yeah. describe it in detail, but uh, Malakawa, I think my accent is confusing, Mr. Heelsing. Perhaps you should take over. I believe that uh, part of the ingredients for this potion of ugliness was, uh, what were the words they used, Corny? Innocent of heart and pure of flesh? Those are the ones, yes. Pure of heart, innocent of flesh? I would imagine that he needs the blood of a virgin to complete the potion. Now, I can't speak for too many towns, but they can't, virgins can't be that rare. He must be based near here. 
Nothing I mean, good comes from blood magic. That's debatable. Has its uses. But I... You know, if he's just needing a virgin, why would he travel all the way? If he if he lived far away, why would he travel out here for that? He's probably in and around this town, in the woods, perhaps. Yes. I'd suggest he's probably still here. Yes, he was here today. He couldn't have gotten far, even if he did leave. Yes. I would further suggest that blood magic in the sort is perhaps best performed at night, away from prying eyes. Mayhaps we are not done with good Jackhot yet, and we may follow him, see if he can lead us to said people in this, on this uh, night. Mm. I kind of like, I, I jingle my bronze chainmail and say, you might, you, might want, uh, you might not want to take me along for that mission. Stealth and deceit are not my strong suits. We would expect nothing less from a priestly fellow as yourself. Perhaps you're right, Croak, but I feel like Jack Hart may have provided all of the usefulness he's going to give us. Did you get a description of the man from him? Did not. That was an oversight on my part. I apologize. My stomach was rumbling quite terrible. Oh, no apologies needed. Oh, speaking of, I, uh, I took the liberty to create a list for you while I was stuck here in the temple, and I kind of hand him like a piece of paper. Wait, can you read? I can. I cannot read now. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, you can't read it, but on it is just like a list of um, different like assorted fruits and vegetables and like da- like healthy daily servings, <laughs> like, um, like AMRAP exercises. <laughs> I look it over and and I say, I I will take this to heart, dear friend. Just, I'm just... glad to hear it. <laughs> okay, so what are you guys gonna do? Then shall we head back to the half pints? Uh, I am. Quite famished. Yes, yes. Let us go. Um, don't tarry. Don't say no. Von Hilsing, are you going to join us? Uh, within the hour. Uh, I want to stay behind for a bit and ask some of the uh, priests. I, I strictly ask people who work in the temple mm-hmm. uh, if they've ever heard of a character named Benlin. Sure. No one's heard of okay. this guy. Okay. Uh, does, like... So, I, I run a temple and there's a bunch of priests working inside of it. Are they, like from all around the city, or do they exclusively come from the Merchant District? Mm-hmm. I think the people who work uh, who work at your temple live in your district. That's kind of okay. how it goes. It's your parish, really, and they, it's made up of the people who, who live there. Okay, so if we get really desperate, it might be worth going around to the other ones, seeing if anywhere else has seen or heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if, yeah, after I ask around a little bit, I'll just catch up with everyone at the tavern. Okay. Uh, right. everyone yeah. meets up we at the that. tavern a little bit later. Yeah. Um, before, like, yeah, I'd probably get there first. I'd like to ask probably my father, mother, just anyone who, who works with the, um, who just anyone who knows the people who go to the tavern, if they, if the name Venlin rings a bell. Hmm. No, no one's heard of a person named Venlin. Okay. I, um, at some point when I can catch Malachi's ears alone, I kind of say, hmm, is it wise for us to be congregating in public, asking around about this Venlin character? If he's, it seems nobody that we can find has heard of him. It's possible that a man like this probably wouldn't want questions being asked. If he learns that we've been asking about him, he might take some form of action. 
I would suggest that you're probably right, but... Hmm... It might Maybe be we should retreat into a private room. I think if we find a quiet corner in the bar and keep a hushed tone, we should be able to talk mostly unheard. Very well. The uh, the table that uh, Venlin and Jackhart were sitting up, is it currently occupied? Nope. So could I guess you, I... Go on. Could you use, like, an unwashed beer mug to get, like... Uh, DNA sample of his saliva and do divination magic. <laughs> CSI D and D. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, given that Rohana is the diviner, I'd have to sort of ask her. But you know, if there is one lying around on the table, it looks. I mean, how long have we been gone? An hour. Yeah, well over an hour. All right. Let's. How dirty do you think this bar is? Not every cup is full of piss. Well, I I said it currently. Could you uh could you bring Zany over, very quickly? <sighs> this I could do. Hey, Zany, you. Yeah. yeah. Waves at you for a moment, yeah. uh, and a few minutes later comes over when she's not busy. <sighs> Corny. Uh, I, I had a quick question for you. I don't suppose you've had a chance to uh, clean and wash the most recent set of mugs yet that you used for patrons in the bar? Oh, Vaughn. I didn't know I was called over by such a man. <clears throat> I kind of, like, flip my hair. <laughs> It, it like shimmers and glows radiantly in the in the tavern light. It's beautiful. But um, no, I say uh, I think I just brush that off and just kind of go on and say, uh, the man, the two men who were sitting in the tavern an hour ago. Do you happen to know if their mugs have been cleaned already? Why, of course. What type of establishment do you think we run? I kind of look very disappointed for a second, and I say, oh, I see. Thanks. Granted, it's not very much fun. <laughs> Uh, in that case, that will be all. You're done. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Unless right, you, thank uh... Thank you, hon. Wait, Zany, you know, we could do with some drinks and food here, actually. Sure thing, darling. And thank she you. heads off. Shall we, uh, does this, is this table secluded or is it not? You said it's by the front door, right? So it's probably not that secluded. It's not really secluded. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Is there one that's, you Are know... we sitting at that table, that, like, front table with the grate near it? Uh, I think, I think that's we where were just you would stood just... by it. Yeah, that's where you were congregating. But you don't have to stand I want to sit down at it. I just sit down at it. And I just start kind of like, I put my feet up. And I just mm. start kind of looking around at the table and the ground, trying to see if there was anything left. Like, what what can I see about this this person? Maybe there's footprints, footprints in, in either the dirt or like that congregates on these places or maybe they put his feet up like mine i'm looking for thread looking for whatever might be around this table huh, perhaps yeah perhaps uh you find no well you find lots of things you find dust you find the occasional stray hair on the ground you find a bit of fingernail mm. uh, you find some dirt i mean it's the it's the floor of a bar it's not right. yeah. the cleanest of places. I mean, I figure just picking up stray things we find on the floor is probably not going to Aaron cut it. To... not so much, but if there was, like, threading, black threading, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, also, like, maybe there was grimy boot prints or something. Um, I look at everybody and say, why not sit here at the door? Perhaps we can get a glimpse of the people coming in and out. There's a chance they might come back, slim as it be. I, I agree. Maybe just speak in a hushed tone. I'm not too concerned about word getting out that we're looking for this guy. 
I imagine that uh, he doesn't have too many friends in town. This is true. Who would report to a man who likely isn't from here. If you had many allies, would you choose Jackhart as your accomplice? I would not. Point. Okay. So you guys are just going to ask about, look about, wait about? I think we're just going to wait for our food and drinks first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah See food the lay of the land. Uh, just as a side note, in terms of economy, since you all live in the town, we're going to go with the monthly living expenses rather than nickel and dime you for each thing okay. that you buy. So at the end of every in-game month, I'll say, pay me X gold. Okay. Out of interest, how much is that? Um... Just so that we, you know, are we having to keep behind one gold for the month or is it a hundred gold? There are a couple of different styles of living... Is it living expenses? There's a living expenses table here somewhere. There you yeah. go. If you're living a poor lifestyle, which is, I think, most of you, it's five GP per month. If you're okay. living a squalid lifestyle, like the guy down on the docks, it's three per month. If you want to live a middle class lifestyle, it is 50 GP per level per month. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my, my question on that would be. Um, so I, I I'm holed up in the temple, right? You are. So I'd imagine I have my most of my expenses paid for by the church. All of your expenses are paid for. Tax exemption, awesome. You okay. you don't get money and you don't pay money. Okay. So what is the food, Neil? Ah, spiced potatoes, the finest spiced potatoes in all of Shirebrook. Okay. Is it like a casserole kind of deal? Mm -mm. No, it's, it's just, just like lots of little like wedges, actual wedges, not like French fries, but actual potato wedges that have been soaked and steeped. And you don't know; it's a trade secret. Corny might it's... know, but it's possible that his mom has been keeping the secret even from him, <laughs> and it gets passed down from okay. mother to daughter. It's you know back from the old land, the homelands. Back so from what, the do we do we eat this quite a lot? Then is it a staple in the half pint? Some say it's why the half pint is so popular. Others say it's because of the beer. You know, I never do get tired of these potatoes, Corny. Your family does a good job here, you know. I don't tell you enough, but it's true. Oh, thank you, Malachi. If you hadn't said that, I might have died. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, it is a delicious meal, but you might want to work on your presentation. What's wrong with the presentation? I mean, it's no not offense. Nice but... enough for your... liberation? <laughs> no, no. I mean, no offense, dear friend. I simply mean... Food can look beautiful as many other as beautiful as many other things in this world. I feel like a little bit more order to the plate would make this it would make this plate radiant. Yes, yes, I understand. You priests like your wine, but that doesn't mean that everything has to be divine. Perhaps you are right. My apologies. I clap Corny on the shoulder with greasy stained fingers, like, <laughs> like spread them like don't you worry, son. Look, I already finished mine. I assure you, they're quite divine. Like, lick my fingers. Ah, garlic fries. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Croak, you don't seem like too discerning when it comes to food. Oh, I do say quite the opposite. I will only eat fine foods and drink fine whales with cheeses. It is a palate cleanser. It's, it's just divine, this place. And this is why, Croak, you are a best friend to me. You do nothing. 
but fill me with glee. Exactly. Well, aren't we all very merry indeed? <laughs> Let's not forget the task at hand. Are we all uh, finished with our meals? Perhaps I could we could. Seconds, perhaps. But I, I could be finished. I, I think so. But perhaps we should go. Now, do you think that it's worth talking to anyone in the bar? Corny, Croak, do you think anyone in here might. In know here? Any? No. They chose this place because no one would recognize them. I mean, we That's true. anyone knew Jackheart here, much less his hooded fan. Is there a is there a local like alcoholic that's always at the bar? Yeah, like who's in there day in day out? He's there all the time. He was there before when we were in here, and he's there now. Yes, absolutely. I imagine Corny knows him quite well. Uh, Corny, how do you feel about the alcoholic that <clears throat> pretty much lives in your bar? See if that is he a, a nuisance. I love him. He drinks my ale, and he, I, I, I believe inside that he likes it because he keeps drinking it. So. I like him, yeah. Yes, I know him. He's a upstanding chap. Uh, perhaps we should go find him. Give him uh, something. Clap on the back. Maybe you could bring him a complimentary ale. Ask him a few questions. Maybe he remembers uh, the unusual hooded man that was in here earlier today. Hmm. This I could do. Start, why don't you? And I go down if I get him a, a, a nail. Okay. Yes, I think uh, I'll stay here, actually. Maybe it's uh, less threatening if you approach him on your own. Um, no one shall help me. You want me to give I'm, the ale to the sea? I, I'm worried my, uh, I'm worried my appearance might be off-putting to him. As you might have noticed, I tend to turn heads. Yes, he is quite the ugly one. I roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Croak, I, 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 I like you. Do you feel comfortable doing this yourself, friend? Oh, perfectly comfortable. It's not me. Uh, I'd just rather enjoy it if it weren't me and he. Mm. I, I was I wondering where you were going with that one. I could use another jug of wine anyway. Ah, good. I'll be right back. Um, just go give him a pat on the back. I waddle over and do exactly that. <laughs> Hubert is <laughs> sitting at the bar, leaning heavily on his elbows. Shields up. I, I slap him on the back, just as was suggested, and uh, sit down, probably taking up two stools next to him. And be like, hello, friend. I've seen you in here before. What's your name? I'm Croak. Croak the first. Uh, I'm Hubert. What are you looking for? You seem like you need some more wine. I, I'll have my buddy Crony or Corny. Yeah, names are so hard. Uh, Corny, you come over and get us both a nice cup. We should have a chat. I don't think I've had the pleasure before. What do you do for work, good sir? For work? What, what do I, I do for work? Perhaps you're a professional drinker. I've known a few in my time. My granddaddy was. No, no, that's it's a golden job. I'd love it, love it. I, um, I'm retired. Ah, a fine job. Was a craftsman. You... Used to, used to make, make and build the stone. Work with your hands. Uh, an honorable profession. 
Excellent. Oh, me myself, I dabble here and there. I've been known to work a stone once or twice, so trap some furs, talk with people. It's a whatever floats my boat. You know, I seen you in here near every day. You 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 here often? You you here all day every day? Know everyone that comes in and out of these parts? This is my favorite bar, and I like to spend as much time as possible here. I I feel much the same. I quite like these little folk that uh, own this place. They're so entertaining. The way they speak is just so unnaturally funny. I don't know how they do it. I don't know why they do it. You think they could stop? You would but think, they don't. But, you know, they don't. They don't. Do you think we have a quality like that to them? them? And that's the real noodle squisher. Wow. Do we do something that the gnomes yeah, don't do that see... we don't realize and we can't stop? What if they don't <laughs> hiccup? What if gnomes don't hiccup and when we start hiccuping we just can't stop and that's just that's our thing and they can't stop rhyming like we can't stop hiccuping? You are a profound man. What I, want I have to do much thinking on this subject. I I have not hiccuped in some time. Perhaps I would not stop hiccuping. Now, I'm looking for a fella here. He was in earlier today, but unfortunately I missed him. My, my buddy Jackhawk got to talk with him first. Did mm-hmm. you perhaps see that fella? What fella? Oh, he would have been in here a bit more than an hour ago. Had a black cloak on. Was gonna sit by the front. I was gonna meet him with Jackhart, but I I couldn't make my appointment. I think he goes by the name Ven- Vendel in here. You might might know the name, but I thought you might see the fellow that uh, met with my friend Jackhart. Black cloak by the front door with Jackhart, right? Black cloak front door Jackhart. Black cloak front door Jackhart. A couple hours ago. Black cloak, yeah. front door, jackart. Black door, front cloak, jackart. Black door, front cloak, jackart. I can't rightly say I've met a man like that. Uh, never never saw him come in? That's a bit unfortunate. No I do front have cloaks, no. Alright, well, you ever heard the name Vendelin around here? Vendelin? Yeah. Vendelin the Vandal? That seems right. No, never Dude. heard of him. Vendelin <laughs> <laughs> the Vandal. Vendelin the Damsel? Is Vendelin mm. a man or a woman? I believe it was a man. Vendelin the Man. Vendelin, Vendelin, Vendelin. I have heard he was a man. The man. As you say. You think another cup of wine or three would freshen up that memory? Mm-hmm. Rightly. Excellent. Corny, Corny, come here. We we need that wine. Yeah. At this point, I'd come over with the wine and be like, Ah, Hubert, perhaps some wine will aid your memory. Just be wary. Uh, I've put some extra gemery. Grab oh, no. That was secret. Uh, <laughs> back <laughs> It's actually secret. Secret? The wine's a secret? Yes, Hubert, the wine's <laughs> a secret. Now, uh... Okay, I'm I won't over. tell your father. He, like, puts the wine down in between his legs on the stool and covers it with his hands. 
Ah. I sit there with him and, and drink my cup of wine, matching his pace. And when we're both good and finished with it, I said, now, how's that memory feeling now? Still a little fuzzy? Or is that clearer? I am very lucid. I what was your name? Right. I don't think I ever got your name. Who oh, my you? friend Croak. I'm Croak the First. Uh, I haven't had the pleasure of introducing myself before now, but uh, we should be fine friends. Upstanding citizens like ourselves need to stick together. Croak? Croak, yes, yes. I'm Hubert, and this here's my son, Corny. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. He's not my son. He's just a little person. <laughs> no, no, that's uncanny. I mean, look at our fanny. Look at my butt. I look. What? Huh. I think yours is a bit narrower, Corny. He starts leaning over out of his chair to look at Corny's rear end. No, no, no. I was kidding. Please, and go on sitting. topples <laughs> off of his stool, oh. spilling the wine on him and on Corny's shoes. Uh. Oh, dear. What a waste of good wine. I finish my cup and go back to the front table with the rest. I feel Any like luck he there? Oh, sorry, go on. I feel like he comes back to the end of a long discussion between Malachi and I, Malachi and I that's res like resolving itself in a rock, paper, scissors game to decide forever what's better between arcane and divine magic. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I lose, though, I'm still going to maintain secretly. Let's go, Rochambeau. See it. All right. Let's rock and roll. Come on. Right. On three, right? Yeah. Sure. One, two, three. three. That's a draw. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Another day, perhaps. What's better, arcane or divine? And how many licks it takes to get this center of a tootsie pop? We will all never know. <laughs> I have to imagine we do this all the time and every time we draw. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some magic at work, though. We just don't understand it. Yeah, it's probably arcane. <laughs> I don't know, man. They call it divine influence. <laughs> so, Croak, did the, uh, the old drunkard have anything useful to say? Well, he had many interesting things to say, but uh, nothing I fear that's going to aid us. Did you Didn't know he was Corny's father? Oh, really? That's surprising to me. Bro, yeah. you're not that stupid. You're not a dolt. Now, if you keep on talking, I'm going to ram your head in with a bolt. Oh, calm down, friend. I know he's not your father. He gets angry when he's uh, tired. He is. He's an angry little tyke. Perhaps he needs a nap. I think his father should have uh, given him a clip around the air when he was growing up. My so, father gave me plenty of <laughs> clips, don't you worry, Malachi. However, if you're counting the skips, I probably should have died. So, yes. what is the, the game plan for information? Well, I'm going to go and consult with uh, Rohana this evening and check my library on potion brewing. Uh, I want to kind of go with you and see if what we can learn about um, maybe she knows something more about Vendelin or, or maybe somebody that would be brewing these potions. And then come nightfall, um, I kind of want to go back and uh, tail our, our friend Jackart a little bit, see if he might lead us somewhere. Do, um, do we sell potions at the magic store, Neil? No. Do they import Magical them in? potions are... Usually, they're just too rare to sell. They're so difficult so to make that if you have a potion, you, you would never 
sell a truly magical potion. That you know, it's. But perhaps we've come across one from some time to time, sold one or two, imported uh, them from a local traveling wizard named Venlin. There, <laughs> you've not sold any, but Rohana has a, a few potions that she's stored away in a locked okay. area that you cannot get to. It's a, a box, a little chest that is magically sealed. But I know that she's got a couple of potions. Yeah, okay, she, so in she, your yeah. studies, she's shown you them and pulled them out, and, like taken a little dropper and had you, you know, play with this to learn the properties and yada yada. I think, at least with regards to the potions themselves, we might be able to learn some from Rohana. As for this Venlin chap, well, maybe she knows of him, maybe not. I have to say though, he probably isn't the one that brewed the potion himself, or maybe he's acquiring the ingredients for somebody else. If he truly was that powerful enough to make a potion like that, I feel like we would know of his coming. Well, clearly he's the lead we have at the moment. We Indeed. should try to find what we can about him. If this Rohana of yours is an experienced wizard, she may be inclined to research further if she hears that there's somebody with the potential capabilities of brewing potions in town. That might be a, a good way to play it. Indeed. Well, we can... I was planning to speak to her myself. She usually wakes up around this time. Uh, if you'd all like to come, I suppose that could be agreeable. Just try not to touch too many things. So You especially, Croak. Hands and pockets, thank you. Oh, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> so we're just going to fast forward a little bit here. Uh, Croak and Malachi go off to Rohana's to investigate... I think Van and Corny have some duties that they must get to later today. Just, you know, yeah. you, you have jobs, you have things you need mm -hmm. to do. So you guys can all work on this for a little bit, but we're just going to skip over this day. Rohana doesn't okay. know anything. She is interested in your story, if you tell her, uh, mm -hmm. and asks you to keep her informed, and she will try and help in any ways. You know, magical potions, walking around, being traded are are definitely the sorts of things she would like to hear about, definitely the sorts of things she would like to know about. So she asks you to keep her in the loop, and she'll give you assistance as you can. But we're just okay. going to skip over. Everyone eventually goes to bed, and the yes. next morning comes. Van, the next morning, holds something a little bit unusual. Zerds um, attack the town? No, no. <laughs> yeah, the town is... I will, how do you want to say it? Everyone believes in the gods because there's a set pantheon. The gods influence the world. You know, clerics have magical power that they get from specific gods. Occasionally, the gods will come down themselves and do things. And especially in Arcadia, a, a, war, a, a continent that has been ripped apart by the gods in its distant past, everyone is faithful. But that doesn't mean people show up to the temple every day. It's not, you know, your usual day. Some people come in to ask for this prayer, ask for this thing. You know, there's, there's some people rolling about. It's almost... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a background action for most people. Right. Um, this morning, your temple down on the waterfront is packed. It looks like half the town is here. I mean, clearly not half the town, but your, your attendance is up, you know, sevenfold. Uh, all right. I'm going to... So there's like a big... Um, there's like an organization, right? Like there's sort of a big organization that oversees all the temples in town. Uh, there's a high cleric, a high priest in town who oversees things. Um, I don't suppose he'd be capable of sending like more priests uh, to deal with like a really, really high uh, influx of people. 
Not really. It's not like you have priests in reserve. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. I guess I'm probably not going to be able to do much else today. I, oh God. So there's just like, it's completely packed. Yeah. It's un unnaturally packed. Something's going right. on. Yeah. I don't, I don't like this at all. I, um, so I, I assume there's like priests who were awake before me who might know, like, I, I kind of asked one of them, like, do you know what's going on? He shakes his head. Uh-uh. Everyone's here today. Mm. We should ask him. Something bodes ill. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of, like, instruct a few of the priests to go around uh, in, like, separate areas, and I just kind of, like, want all of us to go around asking people, like, why are there so many people on this day specifically? Okay. Pretty quickly, the word gets back to you that there has been a tragic incident. Um... You hear from your parish that Lady Twin Tower, one of the nobles in town, has been disfigured. She woke uh. up with a new hideous face after defaming the gods openly at a party last night. And everyone is like, holy shit. She was saying bad things about the gods, and now she's all uglified and messed up. And so everyone's coming to, come to the temple and saying their prayers and giving their thanks <laughs> and making little sacrifices and offerings. Oh, she was defaming the gods? Yeah, she had said some... Oh, that's okay, then. ...very Fuck unpleasant her. things <laughs> the night before. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, I... I feel like... I need somebody to get word to Corny. Like, I, I kind of get, like, one of the... I probably get, like, one of the really young clerics. Um... One of the ones who's like, you know, he doesn't really have much experience and he's probably not that competent at dealing yeah. with such a One of the young boys who's working his way yeah. up the clergy. Yeah, yeah I kind of just ask him to go to the um, to the tavern really fast and grab Corny. Sure. And, yeah, bring Corny, him to the bring him to the temple. you were approached mm -hmm. by a young lad uh, who comes in and goes, uh, Corny, I'm looking for the, the Corny gnome. Corny gnome? I, that's me. I am he. Oh, uh, Van, I'm, I'm, Father Van Helsing requests your presence at the temple down by the waterfront. Oh, billowing buckets of crap. I'll be there ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I go. Okay. Uh, the two of you meet up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um, I recount to him like everything that I learned about that. And I tell him I'm probably going to have my hands full for the day. I probably won't be able to leave the temple much. But um, I kind of like tell him that he should probably get the others and do some investigation as to what happened to what was her name again? Lady Twin Towers. Lady Twin Towers. And yeah, I mean, I, I kind of mentioned I'm probably not going to be able to leave the temple today with how many people there are. Like, I, I don't know if I could possibly unless it dies down later. I don't know if I could get out of here. Um, yes, yes, I'll, I'll gather the rest. It'll be an interesting test. Okay. Good luck, friend. I go get the other two. And um, we I guess, meet up. Okay. Okay. Hello, Corny. You need to try your breakfast here. It's quite delicious. I have it every day, Croak. Um, oh, do you now? Don't don't you worry. I'm the one that stoked. Never mind. <sighs> you seem to be in a bit of a dither, Sonny. What uh, what can I do for you? Well, you see. Van, he has an interesting prophecy. Uh, at his temple this morn, uh, many people were there 
with scorn. Uh, I don't know that you've heard, but Twin Towers, she's absurd. Um, her face is all rumpled and fumpled and furred. She's turned into some kind of animal. She's got fur. Do you grow a beard? <laughs> no, no, Croak, you dither. Um, I'm just saying she's withered somewhat. Mm, I see. This is an interesting dilemma, seeing as we just recently heard about a potion of ugliness. I wonder what connection she may have with uh, old Vandalin over here. Hmm. As do I. But right you say now, there's a crush of people in the church. Hmm. It seems I've been too long away from my prayers. I'm gonna have to go mingle with the crowd. Uh, please let Mr. Uh, Malachi know. I'm sure he'll be very interested in Lady Twin Towers' uh, disfigurement as well. Oh, yes, of course. Um, g- go on. You're, you're sounding hoarse. Uh, yeah, I go get Malachi, and I bring him to the temple also. Oh, you're going to okay. bring him to the temple as well? Yeah, I'll just, might as well. Everyone. Okay, I'm going to make a point of trying to distance myself from you then as you go get Malachi. Okay. I want to arrive on my own. Okay. Mm-hmm. You arrive on your own, Croak. You make your way through the busy, bustling streets mm-hmm. down towards the temple in the waterfront. Uh, and it is packed to the gills. Excellent. Um, I go basically um, from person to person um, in the in the crowd. Not not like next to each other, but I'll just find people in different status of like um, bereavement over like, oh my god, we need to make sure the the prayers are being said properly. And I give them the whole like, have you heard what happened to the Lady Twin Towers? And I like put my hands over their shoulders and like, this is a terrible thing. We all need to be the most pious we can be in these days to come. Pray, pray with me. And I'll say like a small prayer to like the mother Martha, please give us, you know, courage and strength or whatever life. And then I'm going to try to pick pockets of like 10 to 50 people in different areas throughout the crowd. You're just like, you're going to roll the 100. Well, I'm, I'm giving them that whole, like, pray, pray with me. We must pray together. And then kind of like, Meh. All right. Um, start making me pick pocket checks until you've had your fill. What is your chance to pick pocket? 25. Okay. Rip. <laughs> All right. There's one success. First person you get, you get 12 copper. Nice. Let me. You're gonna roll a 100 and get executed. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I think that's a fail. Yep. Do they notice? I don't yep. remember the it, notice rules. It notices. Um, it's a 100 for most level zero NPCs, and then it's minus three for every level above that. So that's you're right. pretty unlikely for you to get caught. Nope. That's a fail. 15% chance on 15 rolls. One, two, three. <laughs> there's a second success. All right, one, this two, one three, you get four, two five. Silver. I think I said five. Okay. So there we go. Two silver and five copper from this bloke. Nice. Alrighty. That that'll uh as I've as I've gone through the crowd doing this, uh, I'll make my way up to uh to uh Van Helsing and be like 
uh, I have spoken with your uh, with your clerk or with your uh, congregation here. They seem to be most pious. I encourage them to to pray. I, I hear there's been a, quite a terrible disfigurement. Oh yes, indeed. I don't suppose not not today. It would not be the time. But I don't suppose in the near future you would be willing to have me use you as an example on the need for charity and the need to help those, <laughs> the need to help others in, you know, in dire situations. Well, but, t today clearly is not that day, but I, I am sure we could work something out to, to inspire these people to, to be better. Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yes. Sometime in the future, maybe. I believe, uh, I believe Malachi and Corny are on their way. Uh, tell me, what, what do you know of the Lady Two Towers? I unfortunately have not had the opportunity to introduce myself to much of the, the upper class here. Yeah, can I get the exposition.txt on Lady Twin Towers? Like, it would be publicly available? Um, sure. I'll, I feel like as a known. cleric, I would probably know a little bit. Yeah, well, there are 30 noble households in this town. Mm -hmm. um, the Twin Towers are one of them. They're kind of middle-of-the-wrong sort of nobility. Uh, there's not much about her that stands out from any other noble person. Uh, then apparently last night she was you know, quite vocal with her disdain for the gods. So she did that last night. That's what the rumor is going around town. Okay. That's can we uh, can we all have congregated at this point? Yeah. Do you know, Van Hilsing, something about this doesn't quite add up. Yes. We know that this guy was making the potion yesterday. However, though, given the, your position as the cleric of Chiss, maybe uh, Lady Twintower would be interested in speaking to you about her disfigurement. Maybe the three of us could accompany you to discuss with her I don't know how much we allude to our, uh, I think we're all thinking the same thing here. I don't know how much we allude to, but perhaps we, uh, could get funding to investigate further. Hmm. Perhaps whoever has done this, uh, she must know them. Maybe, uh, she might have more information on Venlin. I really like your plan there, Mr. Malachi, but I fear there needs to be someone here at the church that can tend to this, this bereaved mass. Uh, perhaps you three and Mr. Heelsing can go talk with her, because I'm sure she'll open up to him, and I, I can stay here and, and spread the word of charity and of, 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 you know, giving of yourselves to the gods, and I can, I can help you, uh, Mr. Heelsing, here at the church today. Oh, no, no. I appreciate the offer, but my place is in this temple. I cannot leave with... I, I cannot leave for long. Perhaps this evening, mind. maybe, we can yeah, speak maybe, with her. Maybe if the crowd dies down later in the day. How accessible is our home, Neil? Like, could we feasibly go and knock on our door or not? Yes. you. There would be footmen okay. at the door to do all the proper things. Um... Imagine well, an immersion could get an audience at least. Uh, an immersion shouldn't have trouble, but a peasant and a servant might. Yeah. Why don't you tend to your flock, as it were, today? I'll uh, approach her household and see if we can't arrange uh, a visitation this evening. I wish you luck. Bear in mind that if this gets too serious, we may be required to turn this over to the authorities. Perhaps. I, as far as I can see it, there is no evidence of foul play. So I can't see the authorities. A woman was disfigured horribly last night. 
I know that, and we know that. It seems the rest of uh, the townsfolk seem to be believe it the work of the gods. Mm. What is the authority structure like um, in town, Neil? Right, like, is there like a dedicated police force? That seems unlikely. There is a dedicated. There's a sheriff, and he's got a uh-huh. few constables with him. A few uh, watchmen, I think, is the appropriate term. Uh, the sheriff serves under the baron of this region. Um, well, the lord of Shirebrook is Baroness. What's her name? I have it written down. Valmont. Valmont Baroness something? Valmont. So she runs the town. She actually runs this entire barony from this town. Uh, she's got some staff and guards for her actual manor, and then she's there's there's a sheriff that oversees the law enforcement here. The sheriff is named Tyrus Bellows, and he has. Um, oh, he's the guy with the like green scale, the Naga scale. Or yes, whatever. with the green scale and the the strange sword, and he has yeah. fifty six watchmen under him. Okay, so there's like a pretty dedicated amount of dudes. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Actually, that's, 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 his that's his age. That's his age. He's 56 years old. He has <laughs> 40 watchmen. Um, Stella. Yeah. Okay. Full dedicated town guard. So, so I, I, I indeed, uh, I, I think about it for a second and look at Van Helsing and say. You know what? That might not be the worst idea. Uh, we could kind of let them know what we've heard and uh, see if they can do some of the footwork on finding this Vanlin fellow. Perhaps even maybe talk with the uh, old harbor master down the way. I think his name is uh, Gillian, uh, or one of his in his employ. They might have heard of some new fella that has traveled into town. Mm. Maybe a boat left yesterday. It may be a good idea to wait until later to meet with uh, Lady Twin Towers. As as a cleric of the God of Beauty, I might be able to offer some level of assistance. And if not now, I might be able to promise assistance for later. I'm what sure she would be interested. Is your a servant in your employ and extended an invitation for her to come see you this eve? I doubt she would want to leave her residence. Croak, perhaps you could go and speak to the harbor master. Uh, I shall travel to uh, Lady Twin Tower's home and see if I can arrange a meeting at her home, at her convenience, this evening, tomorrow perhaps, when Van Helsing could attend. And uh, let's reconvene later with our new information. I'd suggest, Croak, see if uh, you can find out if any boats left yesterday. Perhaps I shall, I shall have a conversation with a, with a ship rat. The, what? Corny, what are you up to today? You want to come with me? Um, do I have just my normal brewing duties as usual? Yeah, just your normal. Well, you got yeah. brewing. You also serve drinks. You have many duties, but okay. whatever. I can do them all in the evenings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, Coke. I think I'll do that. Um, let me just straighten my hat. <laughs> Excellent. I always like having someone travel with me down in the docks. And at that, I'll head out. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll the two away. of you head to the docks. Malachi, where are you going? I'm going to head to Lady Twin Towers' home. Okay. So why don't we start with Lady Twin Towers' house? Actually, you know mm-hmm. what? We're just about at our break point. Why don't we take our break a little bit early, and then we'll roll into these things when we come back. Okay. All right. Good. We'll see you guys all yep. in about five minutes. See you then. Au revoir.
Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. So, the party is split. Uh, Malachi, you are going off to see Lady Twin Towers. Yep. It's uh, always a good idea to split the party. Always mm. a good idea. It's well, a little bit safer when you're in town, but... You know. It's more efficient, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So, you arrive at Lady Twin Towers' manor. Mm -hmm. Mansion? Mansion might be a better word for it. It is a lovely house built on the, excuse me, hiccups, uh, south side of town, uh, up against, well, it's the river side of town. So if we look at the map, yep. we see that the these rivers are on the south side of town. So she lives on, near the river, except up the hill. Uh, okay. The manor house that Lady Belmont, Belmont uh, lives in is on this big artificially made hill. Uh, kind of in the back of town, and then the rest of the town sits near the waterfront, near the ocean, or the riverfront near the river. And so the nobles all live near the riverfront, but up the hill. Okay, yeah. Uh, Is this a place that I could have walked to whenever I wanted? Whenever you want. The town's not that big. It's like a half mile by a half mile. I probably have walked to the street mm -hmm. many times, aspiring to increase my position in society. It's Get a, a house on the hill. Place. Yeah, everyone knows every street in town. Okay. Um, you make so your way I... to her house, and there are... Yeah. Um, well, it, it's just a big, nice big three-story building uh, with a door, and there's a footman out front. Okay. Does he look menacing? No. I, I mean more of like the classical British oh. servant footman, not like a, an armed soldier. Right. You should have said, I mean, I, obviously I see them daily. Right. I mean, I just Around. figure yeah, yeah. they're everywhere. So I guess I go up to him and I say, Greetings, sir. He nods. Nice weather today, isn't it? Quite so, my lord. Is there something I can do for you? I'm no lord. Uh, I've heard that um, Lady Twin Towers had some unfortunate uh, news this morning. Yes, we've been keeping the rabble off all day. Indeed, I can imagine it's quite hard work. You know, uh, I'm good friends with the the cleric of Chiss in the market district. He's heard of Lady Twin Towers' um, troubles, and I've come to perhaps uh, arrange a meeting between the three of us. Maybe later today. I I think uh, the lady would be could get great benefit from speaking with him. Hmm. I shall see to her. Uh, won't you come in, please? Ah, it's most kind. Thank you. He leads you into a parlor. Um, I look motions around. to the the wet bar and says, "Please help yourself." Thank and you. And disappears. All right. I look around this room. Is there any uh, obvious relics or artifacts? No. You know, is there anything? No, no nothing no. like that. Uh, so I take a look at the alcohol then, and whatever's the most expensive drink, I'll pour one. <laughs> okay. So you, you pour yourself a nice drink and sit down for it. A few minutes later, um, Lord Twin Towers comes down. Ooh. And he okay. walks into the room. He's a taller man, kind of broad shoulders, a big barrel chest, might be like you know, six feet tall. Um, and he, so I stand and bow. Greetings, my lord. He nods his head and says, <clears throat> I did not catch your name. My name is uh, Malachi. I'm the son of uh, Jarrant. He's a 
a merchant in this town for many years. Uh, I work with Rohanna at the uh, the magic store. Yes, yes, you're her apprentice. Indeed. Uh, my footman tells me that you are working with Father Von Hilsing. That's correct. And you have an offer for us. I thought maybe given uh, the, your wife's recent um, trouble that um, perhaps speaking to a cleric of Chiss might be useful to her. Maybe they could together divine a solution or at least a cause as to her problems. I suggested that she see the high cleric this morning when we discovered her situation. Mm. And she had strong words to otherwise. The high cleric, if, I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but he's a, a busy man who doesn't have time for everyone's concerns. My friend Van Helsing, he's dealt with things like this before in the past in this town and other areas. I'm certain he would have uh, some interesting information. Hmm. Would only take an hour, maybe, of her time. At your convenience, of course. Why don't you bring Father Van Helsing around in a, an hour or so? I will see if I can't get the missus up to the meeting. Apologies, my lord, to be awkward. Uh, Van Helsing is very busy today, as you can imagine, given the news. Uh, his church is flocked with... Uh, what? Many people. What do you mean? Again, I don't want to speak out of turn. Shall I continue? Be blunt, sir. Word has got round town that uh, your wife may have blasphemed the gods, and her current condition is a result of a lack of faith, if you will. Many have taken to the church to avoid such issues themselves. Simple-minded fools. If the gods disfigured every person who blasphemed them once in a while, the world would be covered in ugly people. Indeed. Wow. I think uh, we may have interesting things to discuss. I have my own thoughts on the situation, but I would prefer to talk about them with Van Helsing present. Well. This evening, if you would. Might explain where the missing servant's gone. Probably off to do her prayers. Hmm. Many put too much faith in the gods. Hmm. Well, if you can bring him round after dinner. Yes, that sounds very agreeable. Yes, yes. I can't metagame. He grumbles, uh, gives you a curt nod, and says, thank you for your assistance. This is a most delicate matter. Thank you for speaking to me, my lord. He gives you a nod and walks out. And thank you for the drink. Of course, of course. Okay. He walks out. I wait to be escorted out. If not, I just kick back. Uh, a few minutes pass. <laughs> um, eventually, a servant comes around and goes, Ah, uh, was there anything else I can do for you? Um, I look around. No, I think uh, that was it. I wasn't sure if uh, Lord Twintower would be returning. I, I suppose not. I sh Shall I make my own way out? I can show you out, sir. 
Thank you. Yes, I think it would be proper. Okay. A servant comes around and shows you out. And, uh... Okay, I leave. Right, well, I guess I head back to the temple. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. Let's flip back over to the other side of the party. Croak and Corny. What are y'all doing? <clears throat> um, I am making my way with Corny down to the docks. Mm -hmm. um, with the intent of speaking with um, the like shipwright family, I think is Gilliam Shipwright's like the head dock master, but he's probably busy. I want to find somebody um, that's in that kind of like building, like in that uh, structure of leadership, right? Maybe I don't get the head guy. I want one of them. Okay. The I'm sorry, I missed part of that. He's like a the Killian shipwrights the harbor master, right? Mm -hmm. I probably can't just walk up and be like, "Yo, Gillian, want to talk?" So I want to find like uh, one his, of like, his command structure. Gotcha, people. gotcha. Uh, yeah, you can find the because the, the head harbor master doesn't actually he's not on the dock taking papers and money from people, but there's the uh, the deputy harbor ma harbor master who's doing all the dirty work for him. Great, I want that guy. Yeah, he's easily accessible and very busy, um, mm -hmm. but you know that's. Yeah, anyway, you run down to the docks and find him. And the two of you are there, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, I brought Corny along. Yep. Cool. Um, I want to uh, approach this man and, and be like, uh, hello, uh, my name is... Uh, sorry, we haven't been introduced before. My, my name is Crow. I'm a busy Crow man. What do you need? Uh, well, you see, uh, unfortunately, have you heard of the of Lady Twin Towers? Yes, and yes, yes. What do you need? Uh, I come here representing her interest. Um, I was hoping we had a moment we could speak. You are a representative from Lady Twin Towers? Well, you see, I uh, am under You're the a little employ. Greasy. We take care of things that the uh, face of the organization can't necessarily do, right? You know how this goes. We have reason to You suspect. and the gnome are the face of the Twin Tower family? Oh, well, I am. He, he's my friend. I bring him along to, to, to show him the ropes. I maybe get him out of the brewing industry. But you see, we have reason to suspect some foul play, not from the gods. And I was hoping that you could be, oh, a dear... And to help us uh, identify, uh, there's a man uh, that is going by the name of Venelin. Never uh, heard of him. And robed in black that uh, we know was in the process of quickly, acquiring... Quickly, man, quickly, you speak too slowly. I have yeah, many things to do. He was in the process do. of acquiring an ugly potion. And you see, we believe that this is the man we're looking for. You have the comings and goings of all men in the, in the area. I was hoping you could speak of a shadowy figure that may have came into town or left quickly in the last two days. A lot of people have come into town. Right. Yep. And Ships coming in every day. I can't recognize every face and every name. Never heard of the man Vendelin. Is there anything else you need? Has there been any boats coming in unregistered? Did you miss anything? Excuse me? I wouldn't Excuse mean to me? suggest that you are incapable of your job. I just mean you're a busy man. Not everything gets done every day. Croak, Croak, I, I don't believe we'll get what we want from this man now. Why don't we just go and find Gwendolyn. Hmm? Roll initiative. Uh, he turns to one of the, the kind of uh, officers of the law. These would be the people who work under Tyrus Bellows, but are currently working under the Harbor Master. You know, they, they answer to him, but they, they work for the Harbor Master at this point in time. He says, officers, would you escort this man off of my docks? 
Oh, no need, officers. I think I've gotten all I can here. I'll be leaving myself. Yes, okay. there's no need. We, we were just leaving. There's no need to start grieving. The two of them walk with you and make sure that you head out. Yeah. I chat with them as they do. I introduce myself. Hello, I, I'm Croak, Croak the First. I, I don't believe we've met yet. <laughs> what are your names? Um, give me a charisma check, why don't you? Alrighty. Can you charm their pants off? Well, not literally, but you know, figuratively. No. <laughs> no, no. I cannot. I, again, for making skill checks, for those of you watching, you want to roll as high as possible without going over your charisma. So the 20 is a little over, still a little over. <laughs> when you try and introduce yourself, the guards take offense to it and actually grab you by the, the bicep, one on either side, and help help you Hey, exist. now, there's no need for this rudeness. I am an upstanding citizen of this here town. Broke. How dare you? Got, you? you got yourself into this. Now, why don't we just keep moving? <laughs> you don't let them kick your piss. <laughs> You get ushered out of the, the dock area, and the guards turn around and head back to the deputy harbormaster. That man is just abhorrent. I am sorry you had to see such a terrible piece of uh, scum on the docks here, Mr. Corny. But, uh, well, let us go talk to uh, Mr. Bellows, I believe. I think he's next on our list today. Yes, I suppose so. Come now, let's go. <laughs> Okay. The two of you meet up with Tyrus Bellows. He is the sheriff of town, and he is often found in his uh, little sheriff hut, um, jailhouse. Nice. He is not there today, though, but you get directed, you know, eventually after maybe 20 minutes of searching around, one of the guards gets you to him. He is in the streets near the market square, and the two of you approach. What would you like to say to him? Say, uh, hello, Mr. Bellows. Uh, I don't believe I've had the chance to introduce myself yet. Uh, name is Croak, Croak the First. Uh -huh. uh, I'm here on behalf of, well, you see, myself and uh, my friend here, Corny, he, uh, we represent the interests of one uh, Miss uh, Twin Towers. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the unfortunate news today. Uh, we have reason to suspect some foul play that was not of a divine nature. Um, Corny, uh, why don't you please tell this gentleman uh, what you heard and overheard? Yes, of course. Straight from the mouth of the horse. Um, you see, it was something to do with this issue. Um, <clears throat> have you any tissue? Uh, nay, nay. It's okay. Uh, so... It berifts a potion, you see, of ugliness, it be. Uh, we heard tell of it some days ago. Though the origins, we do not know. Uh, we transpired to find whoever we could regarding this potion that did not affect the mind. Uh, we found nothing of the sort, but we did find you. And uh, we were hoping you could tell us something about... Uh, this fluke. Um, anything about the man named Van Valen, perhaps? Uh, we Where's the rhymes? already know someone named Halen. Uh, relax. Uh. <gasps> the gnome fell apart. 
golden. It's a pretty difficult. No, no, I was gonna, I was gonna finish on that. I, I asked him about Ben Malin. Right, right. Um, so, you are saying Lady Twin Towers was uggified by a magical potion? Yes, indeed. We have reason to believe this. Uh, we had a, a fine chat with one uh, jackaw down by the docks. He was the one talking with this figure. Uh, turns out uh, they acquired some blood, human blood in a vial to give to this man in terms of making the potion. Unfortunately, uh, we have not been able to locate uh, this veil in ourselves. We were hoping that perhaps you uh, could aid us in this matter. Which one of these men had this potion? We believe it to be Valen, uh, although Jackaw is the one that acquired the blood necessary to create it. Hmm. And you don't know where either of these characters are? Oh, well, we met Valen down by the docks. We had a nice little chat in his home. Um, but uh, the Valen fella has been a bit elusive. I, Wait, I who did you meet that, by uh, the docks? Huh? Who did you meet down by the docks? Oh, Jakar. Okay. He's a sailor fellow. You may know him. Well, I would say ask him. Oh, we, we've had a nice little chat with him already. Uh, we learned a lot of information from him. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the whereabouts are a bit unclear. It's hoping that you and your boys have a few more resources to uh, poke around for us. Um, you know, you spoken... in, the, in the interest of helping the Lady to ta Twin Towers. Right, right. Uh, well, why don't you bring that Jack Art fellow around here? I'll give him a good talking to, see if I can't fish out any information. And this Valen guy? Yeah. Know anything about him? What I do know is uh, he's a fella uh, who likes to walk around in black coat and cloak, uh, keep himself uh, uh, non-visible. Uh, the witnesses we have of him don't have much in ways of description because of this. Um, we've asked around in and around town on behalf of the lady, but uh, none seem to really know much about him. We believe he is a, an outsider um, or, or vagrant that has come into town. Um, Swordsman? He, cleric? We, we believe him of arcane nature. Um, because of the necessary blood and uh, potion discussion that we were talking about. We fear he may be some kind of magic user. Um, I tried to have a discussion with uh, the deputy down at the docks about the comings and goings of men, but unfortunately he was a quite repulsive man. He did not uh, have care to listen about uh, the lady's fate. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, I will go ahead and bring uh, Jackar down to you and... Uh, We'll have ourselves a fine little talk. Just what, one, one second there. You're telling me that a wizard has come into town seeking human blood and a potion of ugliness and has uh, damaged Lady Twin Tower's face through his arcane magic. 
Why yes, indeed. Well, in an investigation, I found that there are three things that you really need. Motive, means, and opportunity. Do we know why this person has been uglified? Do we know how? Well, we do know how through the means of this ugly potion. Well, how does one get a noble woman to drink an ugly potion? Yes, that's how potions work. I nod my head. See? We're on the same page. I see. Well, thank you. Why don't you bring around this Jack Art fellow and I'll question it and take matters from here. I, I mo- appreciate your efforts, Mr. Croak. Um, I was wondering when I was going to run into you. I smile at him with my, like, bulgy fishy eyes and oily hair. Like, oh, I, I'm sorry I did not introduce myself earlier. He nods and says, I'll, I'll be in my office and makes for his office. And let's flip back to Malachi and Van Helsing. Malachi yeah, is it, like, has it died down enough that I could reliably leave the uh, temple and go down to uh, visit Lady Twin Towers? Um, yeah, we're about afternoon time now when Malachi comes back to you. Okay. Uh, there's okay. still plenty of people around, but if you needed to bop out for something, I mean... So you're... it's not just, like, packed, we need everybody there anymore. Right. Well, you're the head cleric. You have to make the decisions of what is worth you leaving and what is worth you staying. What What is in the yeah. best interest of the town? You're the executive I... director here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't leave for, like, an extensive period of time unless I, like, had somebody to be a proper replacement, but I don't mind, like, leaving for, you know, an hour or something and having... Like, I assume I have sort of, like, a second in command, like, one of the uh, priests who I kind of, like, trust to handle things whenever I'm absent for a short period of time. Yeah, he's just not great at leading ceremony yeah. or at advising when, people. When do I usually he... do those? Hmm? When do I usually do those? Like, I, I assume I do, like, um sermons. Are they, like, weekly? You know, I haven't actually figured out these details yet. I think that... You, your function as head cleric of this temple is much more of people come to you with advice and people come to you with questions and people come to you saying, here is my problem. Who should I speak? Which God should I speak to? And how should I best approach them? Um, Mm -hmm. And so you don't often give like, you don't have morning mass, for example. Um, There's not like a big conglomerate where everyone comes and sits down and listens to you speak. It's much more of a, you know, uh, you could almost consider yourself like a religious consultant for the town. Okay, so we, we arranged, like, uh, this is something I feel like I would know. So we, we were talking about meeting him by the evening. I um, Would it be more or less crowded during the evening? Usually less crowded. Okay, so I guess we'll wait for the evening, then kind of just head back to do the meeting with uh, Lord Twin Tower. Sure. Um, if we're going to wait till the evening, I don't want to do everything in the chronological order. So let's flip back to Croak and Corny. Okay. Um, what do you guys do? Um, <clears throat> I said, uh, dear Corny, uh, you think we might want to grab ourselves a uh, uh, Malachi friend to come talk again with Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Jackar? I think that might be within reason. Yes, he did quite well last time. Uh, why don't we go? Uh, Maybe get some lime. All right, excellent. Um, in which case, I'll go try to find Malachi. 
Well, I'm at the temple, if, if that's where you look. Actually, I think the first place I look is um, over by the Lady Twin Towers uh, place. But after some time there, go, oh, he's not here, and go back to the temple. Yeah, eventually I, um, you guys can meet up. Could I actually push up that timetable and when to go over? I just had a thought. Yes, what is your thought? Uh, that they needed somebody who would be able... I, if it was a potion, they would need somebody to slip it into a drink. And we'd probably want to find out who that is as quickly as possible so they don't skip town. Hmm. So, Malachi is... What did you do, Malachi? Let's take your well, I went to back to the temple. Here. Right. And I'll say to Van Helsink that um, if he gets a moment from you know speaking to the congregation, I'll say, I, I spoke to Lady Twin Tower's wife, uh, the Lord. He said that um, he tried to encourage his wife to speak to the High Cleric, and she was uh, not pleased with the idea. I did manage to convince him to allow us, me and yourself, a brief meeting with her this evening after dinner. That's good. I don't necessarily even need to speak to her so much as her husband. Her... There is, didn't... We, there's a need for justice and a need for healing. I'll need to see her for the healing, but for justice, I will probably only need to see her husband. Indeed. I did not allude to our knowledge of the potion, as I figured if they do think that it's the work of the gods, then that gives them a good reason to speak to yourself. However, I think once we get there, we should tell them what we really think. I think speaking to the lady would be a good idea, as we're going to need to know who she may have slighted, or who she may have spoke to that evening. Perhaps her true. husband wouldn't be totally aware of everything that she gets up to. That is my intention. So, uh, once it dies down here, and it's in the evening sometime, let's head over as soon as possible. Uh, I actually want to do this as soon as possible, so I want to, like, grab the, uh, you know, one of the priests who kind of runs second command. I'll say, like, I'll be gone for maybe an hour, probably even less than that, uh, just kind of cover for me for a bit. He looks a little exasperated, but you're his boss, so yeah. he agrees. I, I kind of give him, like, a reassuring pat on the shoulder, like, you need to practice for this, it's... You're going to be doing this in a much higher position someday. Whew, okay, okay, I got it, I got it, let's go. Um, You'll be great, give him the, you know, motivation, slap on the ass, walk out the door. So I walk out with you and I say, so where are we going? Uh, straight to uh, the Twin Tower Manor, I assume. Do you not think it's wise to wait for our scheduled meeting? Do you think I would offend him? I... To be honest, I think this is a matter of urgency. This just occurred to me. And frankly, I would rather break a scheduled meeting and risk making a slight offense than allowing the uh, the culprit to escape. So be it. If you have the time, then let's go. Okay. So the we'll two of you head off to the Twin Tower Estate. You find it, just as you did before. Mm -hmm. uh, the same footman is out front. I nod to him. Greetings, sir. Uh, it seems... My friend here's schedule freed up sooner than expected. Uh, would the Lord and Lady be able to meet with us now? Mm. He looks if terrible. not the Lady, I would hope to at least speak to the Lord. Please come in. I will... Mm -hmm. Please give my sincere apologies as to the uh, scheduling mishap. It's totally my fault. I, I lost track of time. Of course, of course. He leads you to the same sitting room. And a few minutes later, Lord Twin Towers comes back down. He... Stand up and bow again. Okay. Big barrel chest man, wide shoulders. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of step to the front and I say, 
Good day, Lord Twin Tower. I apologize for arriving early, but I, uh, I feel that this is a matter of some urgency that must be spoken of. Speak your mind. Yesterday, we, uh, some companions and I heard word of a, uh, a group looking to brew a rather nefarious potion, a potion of ugliness. And as silly as the term sounds, you can understand that this would be somewhat concerning for a disciple of the god of beauty. This... He looks back towards Malachi. Did you know of this before? I suspected, my lord. I just would rather uh, ensure that you would speak to my friend here hmm. by hiding the the notions of what I thought. I, I didn't want to um, risk putting you off meeting him. A prudent approach. Speak to me, there Father. Are... Yes. We can speak of healing later. Healing is a process that may come slowly over time, but I'm sure it can be done. What's more important is catching the culprits, and this is where this is where things get slightly more complicated. I, I assume you've come to the conclusion that it was not the gods who cursed your wife. Yes. That means that somebody would have had to do it. Somebody. Th this is the machination of man, which means somebody would have had to have fed that potion to your wife. Is there anyone who could have done that? Slipped something into a drink, perhaps? He pauses. One of our serving girls didn't show up for work today. When I, I had heard would... the news from Mr. Malachi here, mm. I had thought she went off to temple to pray. I would strongly recommend, if you have any men to spare, send them out and find her. Would we be able to see her quarters, my lord? She lives in town, down by the waterfront. Down in Do the harbor district, name? actually. Hmm? Do you have her name? Uh, uh... Perhaps the foreman would. I don't think I have a name for her. Um, her name is Adriana. Adriana. Do you know the location of her home? Maybe uh, your foreman there might uh, have well, record. I can have one of my servants go. Perhaps you should attend him. Shall. Uh, do you think there is a chance that we may speak to Lady Twintower? I understand the delicacy of the situation, of course. If not, it can wait, but... Somebody would have had to have had a motive to do this to your wife. I think we, we heard of this potion long before she ever supposedly blasphemed the, blasphemed the gods. I believe that this was, this was bad blood that has been brewing for some time. Hmm. Somebody went to the lengths of blood magic to create this potion. Hmm. I believe that your wife has offended somebody in some way that has created the motivation to cause this tragedy. Yes, why don't we follow me upstairs? Uh, just wait outside the bedroom for a moment. She has, hasn't gotten out of bed all day. It did. Um, the two of you go ahead upstairs with him. He slips inside. And there's some talking. You can't really hear it. And then he comes back and opens the door. Inside, the room is very dimly lit, only by a few candles kind of off in the corners. The woman is sitting, lying in bed, with the, the nets draped down all over it. So as you approach the bed itself, you can't really make out any features on her. Uh, it's dim in here, and the, the net's in the way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she lies in bed. Okay. Um, I kind of open by saying, from what I understand, you might not be enthused about meeting me, and that is okay. I simply want to preface this by saying that I am not looking for your loyalty or any sort of any sort of commitment to the gods. I'm simply here to help. Chiss has forsaken me. I can't imagine why a follower of hers would come see me at this moment. Chiss is not so petty as to simply curse a human for blaspheming her. She's not... Well, she certainly didn't help. Indeed. But that is what her disciples are for, isn't it? Okay. But my husband tells me you have questions. Yes, this might be somewhat delicate, but I believe this condition of yours to be the machinations of man. I believe somebody, a person, a human, or maybe a non-human, but somebody of you know earthly bounds attempted to do this to you. And I, I feel the need to ask, is there anyone who you believe you could have offended to the point where they would attempt to defa- defame you in this way? I can't imagine anyone stooping to this level I, I certainly have friends and enemies, but to do this to a person? It's obscene. Agreed. Hmm. Please, anything Milady would help. At this point, hmm, we're in the process of tracking down a servant, and if you have no answers to give, we can hope that she has more, but... Frankly, the more you can give us, the more it will help us with this investigation. Which servant? We have... Uh, Adriana, I believe her name was. Lazy halfwit. I raise an eyebrow. I take it you were not fond of her. She's all thumbs. And ever since she got married, she's been off her head in the stars, missing this. She spilled a drink on me last week. Ruined a silk gown. With hundreds of gold. And when did she get married? Oh, I don't know. A month or so ago? Maybe two months ago? Do you know to know? Yeah. I do not know her husband's name, but he's some ship rat. Well, I do. We believe the name Venlin. Uh, actually, would the name Jackart ring a bell? Neither of those names ring a bell. Are these the men who did this to me? We know Jack Art was involved. Venlin likely was as well, but we've been unable to track down anybody by that name. Her husband speaks up and says, Who is this Jack Art man? He's a worker down by the docks, a sailor, I believe. Hmm. I would advise leaving him be, at least for the time being. We can worry about him in time, but sometimes it's better to... It's better not to alert the hornet's nest before you kick it. Yes. This seems to be less and less manner of the divine and more and more manner of man. Perhaps we should be speaking to Sheriff Tyrus. Perhaps. Hmm. I, I, I kind of look to Malachi and I say, do you have any way to make this servant talk when she gets here? Ensure that she's telling the truth. I... This is something I could achieve. Good. Magic of that level eludes me at the moment. It is something I'm always practicing. 
It's something that must be worked towards. You cannot simply be gifted to it by the gods. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a great deal of intelligence, my friend. Oh, my naive friend, you still have much to learn about the world. And I kind of like—I give him like a return smack, and it's a little bit harder than the one he gave. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to stumble. All right. Um... Well, um, we shall seek out this Adriana and see what she has to say. Yes, I will have one of my—I uh, will have my butler bring you to her quarters, to her house. Thank you. Uh, this would be most helpful. Okay. We'll uh, sure to be in touch. Sure. So you guys head off towards the house. Uh, I'm actually going to break away and go to the temple at this point. I don't want to leave. Uh, I don't want to leave number two in charge for too long. He seems pretty nervous about it. But I like I trust Malachi to get this done. Cool. I can deal with this friend. Yeah. I mean, okay. he's got help with him too. It's not like he needs me. Yeah. So let's flip back to Corny and Croak. You guys have gone off down by the docks to go find Jackart and bring him back to Tyrus Bellows, the sheriff of town. Did we skip trying to find Malachi? Um, I guess we missed. We already we left. Missed him. We, we like, showed up at the temple. He wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, and then going. you show up at Rohana's place, and then you show up at the other temple, and you're like, what? He's nowhere to be found. All right. Skip up. Yeah. Seems good. Fuck it. Move on. Okay. So the two of you head down to the docks, unable to find Malachi or Van Helsing anywhere. Um, what are you doing? I think we're going to the house on C Street. Okay. You yeah. get to the house. Um, front door's shut. Shutters are shut. I knock again. Empty. I open the I open the door. Uh, hello, this is a croak. I am looking for Jack Hart. Is anyone home? The house is empty, but through the, the light that comes through the front door, you can see that it is a little bit more disheveled. The... Um, big wardrobe is open and a lot of things from inside of it are missing. The coats that were there yesterday are no longer there. You also notice that some of the furs and blankets that were on the bed are missing as well. Uh, looking around pretty quickly, it looks like a, it looks like someone has packed up and left. Clothes are gone, traveling supplies are gone, uh, some of the bowls are gone. Um, it looks like whoever lived here has maybe not moved all of their things out because there's certainly still some furniture and some furs right. left, but a good many things have been packed up. Say, uh, Corny, I fear our dear friend Jackart has flown the coop. Uh, perhaps we need to have another talk with that uh, deputy down by the docks. I may not be the best person to do this, though. Though I cannot match your height, I think you may be right. Mm. Corny, what are you going to do? Tell me, is there... You know more of this town than I do. Is there a, a wagon team or, or some such that travels the roads that they could have uh, gone to Thornwood on? Should we investigate that first to rule it out before we return to the docks? Or do people just travel these roads willy-nilly themselves? Would I know of anything like that? Well... Caravan service? Yeah, so... The roads are dangerous. There are the occasional bandits and the occasional monsters. So most people, when they travel, try to travel in a large pack to keep themselves safe or hire an escort or keep some weapons on them themselves. Usually you can get from Shirebrook to Thornwood without too much of a problem, but occasionally there are attacks and raids, especially for small groups of people on their own. 
Um, along the road from Shirebrook to uh, Thornwood are also lots of little villages. This map that I'm showing now, we should zoom out on so we can see. Uh, oops, it's a little far. So this map doesn't take into account all the little villages and the hamlets along the way. We're just marking the big cities. So between Shirebrook and Thornwood, there's probably 20 villages, but they're not all on the road. Well, many of them are off the road and you have to go off to get to them. Um, I hope that answers your question. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, come, let us let us uh, find if there's uh, anyone that uh, ordered a, a group to go together or, or hired some mercenaries to travel the roads. Yes, I think that would be a good idea. Um, let's go find these right ears. So I'm essentially going to ask... I'm gonna to go towards like the north of town where that road starts. Mm -hmm. I wanna ask, I'm sure there's like wall guards or like, like there's door no guards there. Yeah, there's no wall around this town. Okay. Um, and the town gives way just to kind of farms and okay. things on the outside. So you, can't, you have like the core of town which has no farming and then outside of town is just farmland until it recedes into wilderness. Um, okay. Is there? Okay. So I'm assuming there's probably no patrol out there then. Um, but that area would be probably have some kind of merchant like base, maybe like street carts or something. People that might be leaving out of town. Definitely. Yeah. There are street vendors that sell all sorts of food. Yeah. Street vendors are my are croaks element. So I'm gonna try to find one of them that I, there's a particularly good online. meat pie that uh, croak typically wanders this way to get. And uh, finds his, his merchant friend and says, uh, well, hello there. I need a bit of information from you today. Oh, and of course, a meat pie. Of course. Swap. And uh, I, I pay him whatever for a, a big greasy one and one for, I hand one to Corny as well. And I say, uh, well, you see, the, we are a friend of mine, uh, Jack Hart, and his wife. Uh, I've been talking of leaving town recently, and uh, I fear I may have missed him. I was wondering if you've seen a, a group leaving the by the roadway to the north uh, sometime either late in the evening yesterday or today. Early. How many in this group? Well, it would just be the two of them. Um, but they could have potentially hired on some protection or talked to talk themselves into a group. Saw, uh, it would be two uh, just two him and people, his wife. I saw two people leaving town earlier today. Whole bunch of gear packed on their backs. Yeah, I think that may be them. Do you know about how long ago they left? Right around sunrise. Right around sunrise. Excellent. Well, you have been most helpful. Um, Corny, anything I'm missing, I, I do tend to be forgetful. Not that I can think, Croak, but uh, your friend seems like a pretty good bloke. Uh, I slip him, like, five of my stolen copper and uh, say, uh, say, for the information, dear friend, uh, and consider it a tip for these delicious pies. Um, Coney, let us, let us find our, our companions need to know of this so that we can all meet them together. Yes, yes, indeed. I shall lead. All right. And we, I, I guess we just find our way back to the temple because I know yeah. Yeah. that uh, Van Helsing won't be long away from his flock. 
Sure. Mm -hmm. You make your way back to the temple. Okay. Meanwhile, um, uh, Malachi and Jackart's house make their way to Jackart's house. Is Only that where it is? Is it Jackart's house? Yeah. It is Jackart's house. Would we pass? No. Okay. So I head in hand as I realize where we're heading. Mm -hmm. Realize that we've missed the boat here. Yeah. But You're I still okay. tried to, to save face. I um I go into the house and look around. Yeah, you see the and same then... thing. Uh, emptied. Some possessions left behind, but the core possessions taken. I check the, the bed for hers. Yes, you do oh, find some hairs. Nice, okay, I take a few. Is there more than one type? Is there one that looks long and one that looks short? Yes, indeed, and one of them's a little right. bit red and one of them's a little bit dark. So I grab I grab a couple of each, mm -hmm. put them in my bag, say to the um, the butler, well, it seems that they've left. It looks that they've packed their things and gone. We were here yesterday. I believe uh, her husband helped get some of the ingredients together for the potion. I see. Um, well, I shall report I would be, this at once. I would be willing to track them, but the roads can be dangerous. I would have to speak to some companions and maybe to um, Lord Twintower. Maybe he could fund such an expedition. I will inquire. I will bring this to him. Uh, shall you meet mm. us back there? I would be happy to accompany you there now, if it pleases. Time is probably of the essence. Indeed. And the two of you hurry yourselves back to his house. Uh, while okay. Croak and Corny meet up with Van Helsing at the temple? Yes. Yeah, Ooh. do you guys tell me, like, what you just heard, like, the conversations you had and everything about yeah, two yeah, people left town? Yeah, assume everything you've heard we are telling you. Okay. Uh, Van gets, like, very concerned when he hears that. He says, "You need. we need to return to this man immediately. Or, uh, I must leave. And I, I like... I grab my number two again. I'm like, yeah, you're up again, buddy. I just slap him on the shoulder. I say, we need to give this guy a name by now. What, okay, what's his yeah. name? Uh, you can come up with the name sometime, but uh, before Frederick, next session, we that. need to have the name for Frederick. Frederick. It's a good name. Yeah. Did you say Frederick? And, um, yeah. Mm. Okay. I say, I apologize. I'll be as fast as I can, but there's a very pressing legal matter that I must attend to. And I, um, so I, I say we need... First, we need to go back to the man that you were speaking to, the man who saw two people skip town. Uh, we need to find what direction they left in. Then we need to see the sheriff, see if, uh, see if he has any men to spare in a pursuit. He went north, up the road to Thornwood. Very well. I got uh, that, Kevin. I don't suppose any of you know how to draw. No. I am actually a map maker, but I am not there. <laughs> you know where Malachi is. I think we need to find him and get his opinion on the matter. You go searching for Malachi. Uh, let's see. Corny, you come with me. We need to find the sheriff. Yes, of course. This I shall do. I'll stay with you. Okay. Uh, so we're going to run for the sheriff, and we're going to split the party yet again. Another division here. Okay, so Van Helsing and Corny go find... Tyrus Bellows, who you know where he is. Yeah. He's in his sheriff hut near the in the jail. Um, meanwhile, Croak is searching for Malachi. I guess so. Okay. You will run into Malachi in the um, town square as Malachi and the butler are heading back to uh, Lord, Lord and Lady Twin Towers' house. Ah, Croak, come with me. I'm just heading to see 
Lord Twin Tower, you can brief me on your investigation. Alright, sounds like a good plan. So as we're walking, I say to him, so what did you find? We think that uh, Jack Hart and his wife, uh, his wife worked for the worked for Lady Twin Tower and probably administered the potion. I think uh, they may have took off. That would explain what I found earlier. I went by his home and it was, it looked as if everything had been packed up and left. Um, and we went and checked the front of the north of town where the road leads to Northwood. And a, a good friend of mine saw two figures leaving this morning at sunrise, all packed to the, to the nines with all their gear. And I'm pretty sure this is them. Then it's confirmed. They must have left by the north road to Thornwood. Well, I'm not a man to do anything for free, and I have my duties in town. I thought we could bring this information to Lord Twin Tower and see if he would fund an expedition in that pursuit. My thoughts exactly. I, I'm in this to try to find that potion maker, and those two, I don't really care much about the Lady Twin Tower, but if the Lord wants to pay me handsomely to find them, well, perhaps that can be arranged too. I think that would make the best, the best out of both situations. Have you found anything out about this uh, potion maker during your talks? I'm afraid not. Uh, nobody seems to know the name Venlin. My uh, Rohana had never heard of him. It seems he's a ghost. This is unfortunate. Did anyone leave via boat? Yesterday. Well, I tried to talk with that boat keep, uh, that uh, dock keeper, but uh, he wouldn't give me much useful information. He said everybody comes and goes all day. Hmm. Well, that doesn't help us. But you said two people left on the road, correct? Yes, my my confidant said two people left on the road at sunset, packed to the nines with their gear. I think it's a pretty good assumption. It's our two. So, assuming that that's Adriana and Jackart, then Venlin. Is either still I here. have to assume is still in town or perhaps left via other means. Hmm. Time is of the essence to track them, but it would be useful to find Venlin before we left. About now, you guys arrive at the Lord's house, Lord and Lady's house, the manor. I turn to Croak and say, Croak, with all due respect, perhaps you should wait here. <laughs> Oh, but I, 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 can't, I couldn't turn down the opportunity to meet the, the fine lord of this establishment. The butler turns at, uh, back and says, yeah. mm, Mr. Malachi, didn't you say something about gathering friends, companions, for the road? Indeed. Croak, perhaps you could go gather these companions while Mr. Malachi speaks to Lord Twin Towers. I look longingly at like the front gate of their, their <laughs> home and just be like, well, as you say, we, we do need to get them together. And I make my way, I guess, towards where I last met the sheriff. Okay, so you <laughs> meet back up with the others at the sheriff's house place. Okay. Uh, yeah, we stopped by that one guy that they got the information from, and I wanted to ask him to come with us to the sheriff's house very quickly. But my meat pie stand, how am I supposed to make a living if I'm talking with the sheriff? I'm sure the law can compensate you for your services. This is a very important matter. Oh, if you say so. I hope so, friend. Let's go. All right. So, three of the four of you are at the sheriff's office with yes. the, the meat pie vendor. Yeah. I... We are all over the place today. <laughs> going in circles. Yeah. Okay. But you're all there Suicide now. Dragons. Yeah. Um, so, I, I kind of... I figure there's a little bit more credibility to, like, a cleric or a merchant making these accusations than, like, you know, a servant and a commoner. Absolutely. So I kind of go up to the, um, I go up to the sheriff and I say, 
as I understand it, you have been uh, informed of a of a conspiracy to poison uh, Lady Twin Tower. Yes, conspiracy has been hypothesized. I can confirm I the existence of no Continue. evidence. I can confirm the existence of a conspiracy. What I can also tell you is that our two suspects, a servant of the Lord's Manor and Jackart, the dock worker that you were informed about, are married together, and they both skipped town this morning. If you go to their house, you'll see that it was quickly packed up and evacuated. Well, that is something. I was wondering if you had any men to spare to send north on a pursuit. We know what direction they went. I can't leave town for any extensive period of time. I have duties and obligations here. But if you have any men to spare... Well, my men have duties and obligations. I understand that. And if I had... Imagine, if my priests had any experience in tracking, I would not hesitate to send a few of them in this matter, but alas, they do not. Me that is why I come to, to you for your assistance. Well, I definitely cannot spare any men. I don't know how close you keep your ear to the ground, but the Bullywogs have been encroaching closer and closer every day, it seems. And we need our men on hand in case... God forbid something were to happen again. Can you spare horses? Temporarily, they would be returned. How many horses are you looking to get? I would like to send, likely not myself, I don't know if I can leave the temple for so long, but I would like to send two or three people north to capture and return Adriana and Jackart to town for further questioning. He looks at the two people you have with you. And says, <laughs> I have a slightly more... Well, I have slightly more reputable figures in mind. I could loan you two horses, but only if I loan them to you and you stay within their company. I don't if I found to... somebody else you trusted to loan them to, could you loan them to him instead? Maybe. But I, I want to clap my hand on Van Gilsing's back and be like, surely your friend Frederick can be, hand, handle himself for more than a few hours at a time. Frederick is young and has much and the, to learn. The men and women at the church will will be praying on their own, mostly. Let the boy spread his wings. He can deal with those things. I would love to, but he doesn't have the confidence yet. I'm comfortable giving him a few hours to himself, and I will do my best to lecture him on what's called well, social engineering. Well, why don't you talk to the by fire. himself could be the rest of today, and then you can come with us with these horses, and we'll track down Jackart and come back in the morn, and you'll be ready and ready to go for your daily sermons. Perhaps. Uh, sir, would you be willing to loan those horses to a merchant in town? Maybe. Depends on the merchant. I will... Hopefully he arrives soon. I... Crow, can you... Do you know where he is? Can you retrieve him? <laughs> he is the mayor of the Twin Towers, and I would be happy to retrieve him from their estate. Just one moment, if you will. And I march, waddle my way back to the Twin Towers. All right, you're getting some good exercise today, Croak. I am. I've lost, like, five pounds. I sent it's you all for a, a plot. reason. Yeah. Thank you for a reason. All right, Malachi, you're back right. at Lord Twin Towers' establishment. Um, okay, I pour myself another drink. All right, he meets you back down in the parlor and says, <clears throat> my butler tells me the servant in mind has left town. 
Indeed, Lord Twin Tower, along with uh, this Dokkan Jakarth that we believe gathered some of the ingredients to create the potion. Uh, oh. Sorry, just one quick question. Would it be reasonable to assume that, um, like, the, they're a minor noble house, right? They're mid-level noble, yeah. Okay, would it be reasonable to assume that they would have, like, some level of house guard, like, they'd have some sort of soldiers? Like, maybe not, like, military-grade soldiers, but they'd probably have, like, some level of, um... They'd have, like, armed armed individuals, right? Like, mm. armed people who serve as uh, guards. Would they? Maybe but, they have uh, some deputies from Tyrus that are, like, on permanent loan. Because if so, I would have asked Croak to see if he can secure us at least one of them as well. Because hirelings are always useful. I feel like we're not going to get any hirelings. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me. Um, they wouldn't have them on hand at their house, but they would. They own land, and from that land, they can call up people to act as soldiers if they need to be. But they wouldn't be special soldiers in any way. They'd just kind of be yeah. local townsfolk that have put in uniform and given spears. And would they have like any sort of combat training? Like, would it be reasonable that they would not be felled by like some random guy with a knife? I mean, they'd be zero with level fighters with D8 hit points. Okay. Um, D6 hit points. I'm sorry. Humans have D6 I, HP. I, I think I would still ask um, Croak if he can see if he can secure us like one or two um, zero level fighters from the from the noble household. Uh, yep. Those sorts of people would probably take a couple of days to. Round done. They'd be like in the villages outside of town. Then you okay. let them know ahead of time. And then they get their gear and they come. Things move slowly. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. So I say, uh, Lord Twintower, given my involvement in this investigation and given the, um, the sheriff's desire to keep his men in town, I would suggest that perhaps I could see if I could retrieve these two criminals for you. However, an expedition out of town is not cheap for me. I have a shop to look after, and the road is dangerous. Yes. You understand. Of course. If you can successfully bring these villains to justice, I will make sure you are handsomely rewarded. If... But that is only if you can bring the actual culprits to justice. Do you and speak of Adriana and her husband? If they are the ones who have done it, and you bring them before me, then yes. If I believe there is a third involved, who may still be in town, a man by the name of Venlin. Yeah. I'm, I'm at a crossroads as to whether to search for him now, or head off on the road after Adriana. Maybe you could search in my stead. I will have my men ask around town. Um, we will... Yes. And so be it. Do you perhaps have any uh, horses you could spare? I could spare you a horse. This would be... Uh, this would help. I might say if I set off soon, I could catch them. How far is it on the road to... Um, hmm? How far is the road to Thornwood? 50 miles. So it would probably take multiple days for people. It's right. a two-day trip so on foot if you're not encumbered. Okay. So I have a chance to catch them. Very well, Lord Twintower. It's been nice speaking with you today. I'm sorry it's under such awkward circumstances. Right, right. You're a decent fellow. Indeed. Thank you. Okay. Well, I shall be off. So on your as you exit the building, you see Croak. 
eyes all big and wide coming up to the front door as you open it and step out into the street. Ah, Croak, you've returned again. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, the, uh, well, Van didn't want to, well, uh, he wanted me to fetch you because he's trying to get horses from the sheriff. I'm, guys, disappointing you're already on your way out. You sure we can't talk with them some more? I look back. No, I think the time for talking has passed. Now is the oh. time for action. Damn these short legs of mine. All right, well, come, come. Uh, we we might get some horses from uh, Mr. Bellows so we can more quickly track down these two folks. Uh, if you'll come with me, what did he? Uh, what did the Lord say about uh, payment? Well, that's one thing. He uh, actually promised me a horse himself, so I shall go and. Is that here, or will that be like a stable somewhere now? Uh, one of the servants is bringing around the horse right now while you guys are talking. Yeah, so I say, he's bringing me a horse for myself now, so let's wait here. Uh, he said that if we could bring Adriana and Jackart back to him, uh, we would be handsomely rewarded. Given the man's status, I didn't think to question an exact amount. I feel that would have probably only hinder us. Well, that is a bit unfortunate, but... A quick ride out into the night to bring back some little common folk on the back of a horse. This seems like worthy of some payment to me. I'll I'll go ahead and come along. You, you got horses for the rest of us here? I have a horse for myself. How many horses does the sheriff have? I'm, I'm pl- plenty, I'm sure. Two or three, I believe, was the number that we were talking about. I think he said I'm two. sure we can put the the little gnome on one of them. So he doesn't probably need his own. Yeah. He does seem quite fond of you. Perhaps he could share with <laughs> yourself. Okay. So the party reconvenes at the sheriff's office. Malachi has a horse in hand. Okay. Um, and why don't we take our third and final break before we jump into exiting town where bandits live and monsters live. The place of beast forest. Yes, yes. I'm amazed amazed nobody's died to a displacer beast at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Or fallen down far too many times. Well, that's only because Croak didn't get, or Corny didn't get to find the trap door under the bed. (laughs) All right, we'll see you all in a few minutes. Take care. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. So, the party has gathered at the sheriff's station. Um, oh, hey, the, sound, the background sound stopped. Yes, it is switching to a different one. There we go. The party uh, has I would gathered like to, at the sheriff's station. Okay. I, I would like to leave at night, like when the temples definitely like died down in terms of traffic. And I assume we still have a little while until that happens. Yeah, it's like mid-afternoon now. You're getting on yeah. towards the evening. So they they can't convince you to come immediately. I'd rather not travel at night. Out on the road, the worse it is the opportunity to catch them. Traffic will be low. Give me, give me maybe twenty minutes or whatever they use to measure time in medieval times. Give me, give me a short while, and I, I would like to speak to Frederick. I need to give him some advice. This will be the longest he's ever attended the temple in my absence. Make yeah. haste, friend. Um, I will. And I, I go back. Before to you end. go, Tyra says, uh, is this the other fellow you were lending me, you wanted me to lend horses to? Yes, this man's a merchant in town. I I trust you will find him uh, trustworthy for uh, lending these horses. Rohan and I are old buddies. I'm, I'm familiar with Malachi. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. How are you? 
Good, good. You would probably know the sheriff slightly on a personal level. He and Rohana would chat from time to time. They're friends, okay. so by association you have a, a working relationship with this man. Knows my father in that, maybe. Eh, more Rohana, really, is what it is. Okay. Yeah. I can assure you that these are trustworthy men. He, he pauses as he looks back at Croak and... Yeah. <laughs> well, I... I'd rather leave my Between... horses in the charge of you or Mr. Van Helsing over here. You can be sure that I would not let uh, these men tarnish my family's name by stealing from the town. We are indeed upstanding citizens this here town. Croak, don't flutter yourself. Now go back and... Right, right. <clears throat> I have my own horse, however, so I believe we will only be needing uh, two. The uh, my gnome friend here can share with my uh, frog-like friend here. They are quite fond of each other, actually. Uh huh. I don't agree with it myself, but I'm not one to judge. Let's see, and all four of you are going out on the road. Safety in numbers, I believe. And you do realize. Those things are better left unsaid. Okay, uh, remember, killing's illegal. Don't kill anyone. Unless is there anyone out there? Unless you have to. Who we may need to kill? Bandits. Well, the roads are dangerous. There are bandits from time to time. God knows the Ashlands are not always the safest place in town. Well, hopefully we don't have to travel too far to find them. Is there anything in particular we should be on the lookout for? I don't travel north myself very often. Up that way, it's pretty much just bandits. Um, can't rightly remember. Maybe some coyotes here or there. But bandits are a real big problem. If you venture out too far to the Ashlands, you might have to deal with some of them dangerous spiders or scorpions, but if you stick to the road, they shouldn't be a problem. Right. These bandits, do they frequent the uh, the road? Well, that's where you're going to find... I mean, if you want to steal from people, you want to find them in a reliable spot. The road's where you find the bandits. Wilderness is where you find the scorpions and the bears and the spiders and the snakes and the cougars and the... You know... Well, I fancy my chances with men more than beast, so so be it. Alright. Bring back my horses in good condition. If anything happens to them, uh, well, I'll be speaking to Rohana about it. Of course. Okay, so, uh, Van Helsing, you head off to the temple? Yeah, I just want to talk to Frederick. Like, I want to kind of go up to him. And, like, I start by mentioning, like, I mean, is he a disciple of Chiss, or is he, like, another No, uh, he's just disciple? a generic okay. priest. I kind of mentioned that, like, is he, like, the one who's training to become, like, the one who replaces me when he turns 22 as cleric at no, the temple? No, he's off at a different temple. This is a, a young man. He's just started his, maybe not just, maybe he's, like, a year into his priest training. Uh, okay. He doesn't have the gift of magic at all. Okay, I, I kind of go up to him, and I say... Listen, the one, the one thing you need to work on 
is so easy when you get it, when you finally get it. You're always so nervous talking to people. You're always worried whenever you engage in conversation and you don't have to be. These people will look up to you. And when you don't know what advice to give them, just know that for the most part, their problems lie with themselves. They don't need divine intervention to fix their issues. They just need to fix their fucking lives. And it's, it's a little bit cynical at points, but it's kind of like, he's kind of like tries to instill a little bit of confidence. He doesn't want him to have like a nervous breakdown since he's going to be running in the temple for night. Hmm. He kind of mentions like, you know, this is a chance for you to get some experience running things around here. Uh, it should be fairly quiet. It's going to be mostly through the evening. There's not usually that much traffic in the evening. Uh, I just, I want to say good luck. I have high hopes for you. There's a reason I have you take over whenever I leave. Because I'm the only one? <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Okay. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. They will look up to you. It's not that hard. You get, you get the guy with the gambling problem? Get him to stop fucking gambling. How do you get him to stop gambling? Tell him to stop gambling. Tell him to find other things to fill his life with. Like marriage or alcohol. Those things are perfectly healthy pastimes. Tell him he'll burn in a pit of eternal fire. <laughs> I mean, it's medieval times. People think drinking is totally cool. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Frederick... Alcoholism, 100% fine. Yeah, yeah. Frederick goes along with it, and soon enough, the four of you find yourself on horses. There are three horses um, with you know, tack and harness and saddles and whatnot. Um, none of you are trained horse riders, but anyone can, you know get the horse to move. Um, none of you are proficient riders, but you can... These are well-broken horses. You can yeah. more or less get them going. Yeah, I, I think we kind of want to go... We don't want to, like, kill the horses, but we kind of, like, want to go at a good clip. We don't want to go at, a, like, a slow walk. Yeah. kind of want to be moving at, like, a nice jog. Agreed. I do want to take some time on the road, though, to... Like, I'm a proficient tracker. It's part of my hunting background secondary skill. Nice. Um, basic tracking is a part of that. So I do want to spend the time to like find a, like a set of two people's footprints, you know, track that are heavily laden with packs and stuff. So they might be a little deeper, that type of thing. I want to take the time to like find that and see if I can't track these people down, so we know for sure we're following them. Oh God! Somebody just eight balled if I'm going to return from this. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> uh, there's no response. <laughs> that's the best response possible yeah. oh no okay stay positive friends yep oh god I mean I would say Malachi is probably the one that we want to die the least because we need him to be like the geometric wizard I totally agree with that <laughs> So, uh, but my, my own self-preservation says throw the gnome out first. What? <laughs> if we get attacked by bandits, I say this in character, my hypnotism spell can affect a number of people, right? So I'm going to try and maybe just convince them to leave. But if they demand money, I mean, I say we just pay them. I, I can command one of them to... Um to die, and I put it in quotes, for a short period of time. Short, yeah. During which time you could, in fact, make him die. If it comes to a fight, then perhaps, but, uh... I think we need to kill them as fast as possible. With my spell, if it succeeds, they won't know they've been tricked. 
That is true. Can you disarm people with it? Or is it merely... I could just convince them to leave us alone. Okay. I think. Okay. Whoa, what? Oh, never mind. Sorry. So the I, I, yeah, never mind. four of you head out. Uh, pretty quickly, Croak, you you're the hunter, right? I'm sorry, what'd you say, Neil? You're the hunter? I am, yep. Uh, you searching around the front of town after you know after you leave the, the farmlands where a lot of people come onto the road once you get to that stretch of road that is very unkept and doesn't have a lot of travelers on it you eventually pick up the trail of a, a set of people leaving from Shirebrook and heading northward look friends I, I have found the trail of those who we follow you see the deeper footprints here these two have been traveling with packs on uh, follow me. I, I shall. I shall lead you to them. Good work, Croak. Lead on. Yeah. The trucks seem old. Can you tell by how how long since they were here? Neil. No. I mean, within, I mean, they left this within a day. Yeah. 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 They, they um, seem the appropriate age. They follow okay. the road, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'd say just go as fast as we can while keeping sight if they like ever break off the road. Agreed. Okay. So, you guys head down the road following these tracks as best as you can. You're leaving in mid-afternoon, so you don't actually I ride, have that many hours of daylight left. Yeah. I do have a hooded lantern, mm -hmm. so when it gets dark, we can have light. Yeah, and I also... Ooh, I didn't memorize it. I could have cast the light spell, but eh, fuck it. Um, no, I was going to say that I'm riding with my shield on my arm. I have, like, strapped my arm. Okay. Uh, because you, like, I mean, I've held a shield before. It's like you strap it over your arm. You'd be able to hold a rein on what top of What type of shield. shield do you have? It's a medium shield. Okay. Like, if it were seriously cumbersome, I'd probably put it back on my back, but I do want to have it um, on my arm if possible. Yeah, otherwise it's a bitch to put on. I think putting on a shield takes a full round. Yeah. In combat. Um, as a dead I can always just fight people with my back to them. <laughs> um, so, you head down the road. You pass a couple of villages. And maybe about an hour and a half down the road, you come across a fairly large caravan. Um, where is our... There we go. You come across a caravan. It has... Oh, no, that's the wrong section of my notes. You come across a caravan of 10 wagons and maybe four times as many people. You're about five miles out of town, just past where the tree line is, opening up into the, the broad plains and kind of that edge between the, the forest and the ashlands where the road skims for most of the path. Uh, this large caravan comes barreling down the road towards you. Toward us? Yes, in your direction. In the way. Um, yeah, I'd say we clear the way. I just kind of stay at the ready. I want to hail them from horseback. But... Yeah. Hey, you know. I, you I think, yeah, I think I want the horse ready to literally just sprint away if necessary. So I think I kind of like angle it so it's it's not like facing straight forward in the direction we're traveling, but I kind of have it angled like diagonally, sort of facing back down the way we came. 
Right, right. Okay. So you get your horses all lined up. Croak hails one of the foot, the people walking on foot, who stops yeah. as the, the caravan keeps going and says, uh, he waves to you and goes, Howdy there, traveler. Hey, hello there. Uh, we are on the lookout for two friends of ours that are uh, going north. We unfortunately didn't get a chance to leave at the same time. Did you pass them on the road, be a, a man and a woman, uh, husband and wife, traveling with uh, quite a bit of gear on the back? I can't speak to the genders of the folks I saw, but I met a couple of people matching your description. Had uh, cloaks pulled up over their heads, even though it was bright and sunny out, and uh, large loads on their back, but I passed them quite a while ago. Many hours. You know about how long? About half a day ago. Oh, half a day. Oh, fellas, seems like we're behind. We might have to do some double time. That's fine. I mean, this is... It's a caravan that's moving slow enough that a man on foot is with it. Moving on horseback, we should be. Yeah. No, it, it should not take us half a day on horseback. No. How long is it till night? A few hours. Not a lot. A few hours. I'm not too worried about being on the road at night as long as we're, like, traveling the whole time. Like, stopping is a big no-no, but as long as we're moving the whole time on horseback, I'm not too worried about night. What's your uh, cav- caravan here uh, hauling, sir? No, no, croak. Try not to pry. Oh, uh, well, it's friendly conversation, Malachi. Uh, we're bringing trade goods. Say, my friend, you must travel this road quite often. Mm-hmm. Is it safe? Well, when you have 40 men and 10, caravan- 10 wagons, it's safe. I suppose that makes sense. Would a four you know? men on horseback be in immediate danger? As long as they keep moving? Theoretically. There's no... As far as I'm concerned, there's no such thing as a guarantee in life. I understand. Have you been harassed on the road during today's travel? Nope, but as I say, ten wagons, forty men. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think we need to be carrying on. We, we need to catch up to our, our friends there. As, as you say, safety in numbers. Six is better than four. Quite right. I'll rein my horse on down the road. Are you traveling? Hold on, I, I kind of interject here and say, are you traveling to, um, what's our town called? Shirebrook. Shirebrook. Are you traveling to Shirebrook? From Stromheim, yes, sir. I don't suppose you could spare one man. Excuse me? This might sound... It, this might sound a bit strange, but we're tracking down two fugitives of the law. Those two he on horseback skipped town this morning. slightly just to his weapon. He doesn't drop, but he just puts his hand near the hilt and says, I thought you said you were following some friends of yours. Deception is useful in investigation. I apologize. Those were not my words. None of you look like officers of the law. We were sent by the sheriff. The town militia is loaded with bullywugs. They couldn't send any men of their own, but they did loan us these horses. We're tracking down two individuals who skipped town this morning and are wanted for questioning by the sheriff. We're looking to apprehend them peacefully and without any violence. And if you had one man you could spare, that would be appreciated. We, we seek to be in town by morning. We might even pass your caravan on the way back. Well, I'm sorry to say that my men are not available. We are all... We all come as a group. You're shooting down every one of my efforts to get a hireling, man. Your only effort to get a hireling? Oh, no, no, I tried for, uh... Oh. 
That's true. I, two, I tried two, two, third two time. Two. Third. Third? Yeah. Oh, I tried the yeah, Lord, I tried the, the yeah, yeah. Three out of three. Very well, Van Hilsing. Let us uh, continue. Thank you for your time, sir. Yep. He watches you leave and leaves his hand yeah. on the sword until you're out of sight. Okay. That's fine. Well, at least we know we're on the right track. Did any of us we... bring rope? Yep. Okay, good. That would have been really bad. Let's see if we can... Are we traveling through the night? Yes, indeed we are. Let's go. I'm not camping All right. out here. Okay. You guys head down the road. Uh, a few hours later, the sun begins to set. You've made it um, maybe 12 miles. Do we still see the trucks? Uh, the, once the wagon has over, over, once you pass the wagon, all the tracks are obscured on the ground. Like the the, the, the caravan with all the people and all the carts and all the oxen just obliterate any sign of tracks of anything. Hmm. Do you think they would stop for the night? We should be on the lookout for fires. Sure, but we need to keep going. I, they passed them a while back. We haven't we haven't gone too far yet. Well, they said half a day. A horse is about twice as fast as a man. I'd suggest we were... If they'd stopped, we'd be catching up with them. If not, we'd probably be there in a few hours. Well, they did seem to be quite in a hurry to get as much distance from town as possible and hide in themselves, so if we're willing to travel through the night, I have to assume that they are too. Fair enough. Then let's continue. Okay. Alright. Right. I'll... Ah! Load up a flask of oil in the hooded lantern and get it going so that people can see. Sure. An I'll, have, hour. I'll hand it to Corny. Be like, you're a little buddy. <laughs> Am I About the a... only one with Infravision? Yes. Yeah. You're the only non-human. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I hold it. This is like... well, now, about That's an hour why you don't get dark. your own horse. <laughs> about an hour after the sun sets, you spot a campfire off to the west side of the road, the swamp side how, of the road. How big does the fire look? Small. Like it wouldn't have five, ten people around it, probably. It would be one or two people. I guess. I mean, the campfire for one or two people is same size as a campfire for ten people. Well, I Crook. Would... Yeah, I would suggest we dismount and have our, uh, our frog-like yet very sneaky friend approach the camp and confirm their identities for us. This seems to be the swamp side of the road, Croak, so you'll be right at home. <laughs> I scowl at you and be like, I suppose. And I, I uh, blow out the uh, the <clears throat> lantern, stow it away, um, and uh, begin uh, sneaking my way over towards the light of the, of the campfire. Uh, quick question. Would yes. they have, like, heard our horses and seen that uh, lantern? You have reasonably. no idea, but if, Would it have been see, reasonable? if you can see their campfire, it stands to reason that they can see your lantern, doesn't it? We would see the fire before the lantern, though, surely. We, we would see that fire before they would see our lantern. Yeah, lantern. We would turn the lantern off as soon as we saw the fire. It's possible. Oh, you can make whatever assumptions you'd like. <laughs> we might. Right. We could just like ride up to the. Uh, I'm worried that if we approach. And they get nervous. They're just going to shoot uh, Greg, and he's going to die. Yeah, but they're not going to see him because he's frog-like and quiet. <laughs> I it am, is also I'm dark sneaky. out. I'm also worried that he's going to get killed by a displacer beast. 
Indeed. Well, I'm waiting on the horse on the road, and I suggest that um, the rest of you wait with me. We'll wait for Krog to return with information. Okay, Croak. Show's yours. What do you do? All right. So uh, I blow out the, uh, the the lantern and dismount. Um, at this point, I uh, all my like waddling gait kind of disappears. If the the gnome probably can only see this, and I get up on the kind of balls of my feet and crouch low and begin moving as silently as possible up towards the uh, the fire. I want to get within kind of like viewing distance of them, but maybe find like bushes or some kind of thing to kind of hide my, myself behind, like so that I'm using shadows and potentially cover. What is your move silently percentage? My move silently percentage, I think, is 20. It is. It's 20. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> to the best of your knowledge, you are moving silently. Exactly. And I want to creep on up to where I could potentially like see them. I want to see if they've put their, their hoods down and I can get a visual on them. And then go from there, actually. I want to see them first. Can I rules later from really fast and argue that since he's just trying to sneak close to the camp and not through or past the camp, that he should get some level of bonus to that move silently check? Because he's on foot late at night and he's trying to like just get within like a good viewing range. I feel like it's a little bit easier to sneak up from. Should I, say? Um, I do feel bad about rules lowering, but if we're going to die on zero HP, Neil. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, 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 feel free to rules lower. Uh, well, okay. In then. this situation, I would take into account the, the move silently only when it would be appropriate for them to have heard him if he wasn't moving silently. So the entire okay. approach, you know, doesn't really make so much of a difference. It's when when they would have heard him normally that the move silently yeah. kicks in. I'm just having him roll it well ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to get visual confirmation for now. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you um, sneak as best as you can towards their camp. Okay. Um, you get to about 100 feet. And you can see the fire glowing, and you can see two figures in the firelight. One of the figures is not quite facing you, but it's at like a 45 towards you. The other figure is beside it, but turned slightly. So it's only at like a, you know, you're getting like a profile view. But at this distance, okay. you can't make out any details. The, the hoods are still up. Hoods are still up. Does he see a black beard? No. I mean, they're they're profiled with hoods, right? I see their, their hood. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I want to look around the kind of area I'm in. Can I find, like, a stone roughly palm-sized? Sure. Okay. I want to throw that stone as far as I can, like, to the, uh, like, 90 degrees from where the line for me to the party is. So, uh, to the tangential. Like, yeah, away. Yeah. There's a line from us to the party, and I'm going to throw the stone, like, right. away. Perpendicular. Yeah. Perpendicular. Perpendicular. Sure. You toss the rock. It tumbles and lands. And, and as it does so, you notice the, the heads peek up, look around. And after 20 seconds or so passes, they slowly slink back. 
to their spot before. Okay. Uh, when they stood up and looked around, I didn't get any better visual on them. No, they didn't stand up. They just kind of sat up a little bit straighter. Okay. Um, this is this is all right. Um, I want to sneak kind of in the other direction of that snow, like angled a little bit mm -hmm. closer to them to maybe I could get like within earshot of a conversation they may have. Okay. So you start creeping a little closer, creeping a little closer, going around one side. Um, and you don't hear any conversation at first, <clears throat> but then you start to hear a few words here and there, still not enough to, to make out any semblance of a, a real conversation. And just as you're getting possibly close enough to really hear something, uh, you notice the two figures stop again and rise up, and this time they start looking in your direction. Okay. Um, I guess I go stock still and try to my best to like remain hidden. What is your hide in shadows? Actually, that doesn't work. You need a contrast of light and shadow to hide in shadows. You can't hide in shadows in pure dark. I'm assuming that the contrast of light and dark is that it's night and they have a fire, so it's casting shadow. Indeed. If um, if they were like startled and started moving around, would we be able to see that from where we are, no. since they're by the campfire? <clears throat> I figured you I'm guys stopped where he started, which was at you know when you first spotted the fire. So they, you guys are maybe two hundred yards out. You're okay. So we, all right. I think our, I think our one best bet would be to just wait for him to hopefully you know run and start screaming if it gets yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean we're on horses, so we can charge that distance pretty fast. Are we not in a forest? Though? Are we in a forest now? You're at the edge of a forest. Are they in a forest? forest? They're near some tree cover. I wouldn't call it a forest, but they're okay. So we could we could ride in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. That's that creepy howl. Uh, the figures are looking in your direction for a little bit, and one of them stands up, um, tries to shield his eyes or her eyes or its eyes, looks hmm. in your direction, and sits back down. All right. Um, I'll stay there immobile for a little while, let them kind of calm back down. Um, and I want to see if I get any more of their conversation. I was getting about within range to yeah. hear. Um, you just, it's pretty quiet. And then after okay. a little while, you hear someone saying something to the effect of, Jackard, it's late. We should, we should get some sleep. Yes, sleep. <laughs> Excellent. When I hear his name, mm -hmm. I begin sneaking straight backwards and going back to the to the party. Sure. Uh, it takes you a little while, but you manage to make the, the 200 yards back to the party. Uh, party, you've been waiting like 15 minutes. He's been gone. Mm -hmm. I think that's an acceptable amount of time that we would have waited. Yeah, for reconnaissance. Yeah. Um, I get up to like the horses, and I, I'm guessing Corny probably sees me approach before anybody else. But to to the other two of you, I probably just kind of like appear mm -hmm. <laughs> in the darkness next to your horses, All right. and I'm like, "Good news, uh, them folk over there. They uh, they said, uh, well, one of them said it's late. Uh, Jack, are we to get some sleep? So that settles it. How long did it take you to sneak? I do back believe here? that despite my vigilance, huh? 
Uh, sorry, how long did it take you to get back here? Oh, it took me about seven minutes going real stealthy, but if we rode in quick, we could get them. I strongly suggest we walk up a short distance with our lanterns out. And once we're at a point where we think our horses might be heard, we simply just charge straight into the camp. I can cast a spell to incapacitate the... Uh, I can, I can cast a spell to incapacitate Jagart if you can do something about the woman. Do you not think it would be safer to just stand here for an hour and wait? No, I don't. I'm... I kind of, like, look around at the trees around me, I say, that thing's happened outside. A strong argument. I... I doubt that two sleepy people are going to be able to respond quickly enough to stop us if we quickly overtake the camp. Then you'll be happy to lead the charge, my valiant friend. Lead the charge? I need to cast a spell. I believe that's a job for our uh, <coughs> fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I am but the smallest in our party. Hey, here's an idea. How about we lead the horses behind us for a short while? Uh, we have maybe the, we have perhaps uh, Frogman stay back and look after them for us. I believe we could do with Croak should it come to a battle. I, I don't want the horses to be spooked and run off is the issue, and I think we actually have a better chance on foot because I don't think either of us can cast spells on horseback. Could well, we unfortunately, I do not have any spells. If we attempt to uh, apprehend them, I'm not sure how much use my magic will be today. Uh kick the woman in the face. I do believe that the uh, a quick Maybe. show of force could probably end this relatively quickly. Yes. I could sneak back up to where I was and have you guys follow along and then perhaps ambush one of them as you, they get your attention. Yes. We uh, could end this relatively quickly. Hmm. Maybe if we just ride up on the horses and have uh, if you ride up on the horses we, we can't kill them. And we don't want to give them any warning. I would say, personally, you can go on horseback. Have me stay back and cast a spell. I will command the. Uh, I will command this jackart figure to die. And for one minute, he will be on the ground pretending to be dead. You can sure. use that opportunity to tie him up. Uh, you will have to find your own way to incapacitate the woman. Well, uh, I gave I my word to the these horses. I duty to Malachi and uh, Corny. I have rope and. Uh, Good sense of not making. I can tie them up nice and pretty. I gave my word I would look after these horses. Perhaps I should stay here while you go and apprehend the criminals. That might be a good idea. As I think he, it's for the best. The I think it is thusly decided. Do you have a sling? I do. You do have a yeah. sling? I, I kind of suggest that you um, you follow, actually, because I, I think a little bit of range cover might be good. Would slings kill people? In combat, yeah. like they're... have you ever yeah. heard David versus Goliath? <laughs> I mean, in terms <laughs> of range, Sean, I have darts and we have an archer. Yeah, right. Yeah, I have a bow. Don't you know? You don't need my my sling, really. It's not up to much. We the thing is, we don't want to kill them. Yeah. No, but we're gonna run up and you're gonna incapacitate one of them. I'm gonna tie him up and then you know we have a fighter to beat on the woman. I would suggest the fighter. Tie, starts tying up the man, I would suggest you run up and attempt to knock out the woman. Sure. I mean, yeah. Basically, I say this is a great plan. This is a great plan. Allow me just a few minutes to uh, make my way up there and prepare myself to jump. Uh, I'll get nice and hidden in there again. Yeah. And then I just uh, slink on back down into the towards the fire. Yeah. I, um... 
So when I cast Command Neil, is it just like I say die and he dies, or is there like the, the long throw. prep time? I mean, it's yeah. A, is there, okay. You roll initiative. You say die. He pe- fails the saving okay. throw. He falls unconscious. Okay. Um. In that case, yeah, I would suggest we hope he fails the save. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Like, if he passes his save, and he has an attack roll, someone might die. Someone dies. <laughs> you think he'll be asleep? He'll be asleep. Well, if we Probably... wait for an hour, he might be asleep. That's what I'm saying. We wait, wait an hour. There's a good chance he's asleep, and then we go in. I think there's a good chance of us being killed by something out here if we stay out here motionless for an hour. We need to move now. They, they are the ones with the fire, though. Surely any beast would be maybe attracted to them. We're the ones who are awake and making noise. Well, I'm staying with the horses, so... As I gave my word, I would. Lead you... the horses forward, at least closer. We need to make a quick exit. Yes. And I, I say I say we go forward now. Try to move up slowly and quietly at first, and when we're close, simply just charge in, overtake them by surprise. It's been roughly ten minutes by now. They'll probably be either trying to get to sleep or falling asleep. Croak's not there. He's already snuck back towards them. Okay. Yeah, let's start moving. Let's go. So the whole party on I, horseback gonna... is going? No, 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 no. I think I'm on, on I'm dismounted. Probably. I think we're all dismounted, and he's leading the yeah. horses, sort of behind us, a short distance. So Malachi's leading the horses. How far behind the party? Quite far. Fifty feet. Hundred feet. Hundred feet. Yeah, hundred feet. Okay, hundred feet. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Croak is leading the party on point. Yeah. I've kind of uh, slipped off and done my own thing. I think the yeah. Corny and uh, Van Helsing are kind of on their own. During the middle of their kind of conversation, I was like, this is a good plan, and just decided to go. I'm basically, my intent is to sneak back close to where I was and lay an ambush until the the party kind of gets their attention and then grab one of them. Sure. So you get back to where you were before. Um, you see one of the figures is now laying down. The other figure is still sitting up, but, you know, snug, like sitting right close to the other one. So the person sleeping okay. and the person sitting are joined. Is he able to make out um, gender from this distance? Uh, not easily. Okay. No. I mean, if they didn't have their big cloaks on over them, just covering their features, uh, maybe, but All right. not like this. I, uh, yeah. I guess we're just going to sort of move forward. I mean, he's ahead of us, but I feel like we just have to charge in. Sure. So, Van Helsing and Corny, what is your game plan? I'm going to stay back a distance, as far back as I can to still cast. Um, I have, like, my shield out with one... Oh, I guess I can't have my shield equipped when I'm casting that. Uh, you need both hands free for spell casting. Okay. So, I'm just going to... I am just going to... Um... Yeah, okay. I'm just going to get as close as I can and cast Command. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, sorry, as far away as I can while still being able to cast command. And then I just need, uh, I need cord, yeah, I need Corny to run in and just kind of suppress whoever gets commanded, because I won't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. And I need, uh, yeah, oh. and then I need Greg to run in and just take out the other person. Yep. I get ready to ride away on the horse, should they die. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The I mean, range I, I, of command is I, 30 yards. Neil, can I see them? Because my sling has a range of 
200 yards at very far range. Don't so, wait. Are we? No, I'm not going to. Fire? I just, I'm just saying, if it comes to it, I'm, can I see them? Yes, you can see. Okay. The figures. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, but it is we... dark, so any attacks are going to get serious penalties. Yeah, they're uh, gonna be like minus 10 or something. Pure darkness is Fine. minus four, but I'm, since there's some fire here, I would say it's minus two to any sort of combat at this point. Um, the exception being corny, you have infravision, so you're fine. And the, the minus two to hit is offset by their penalty of two to armor class. What is the long range penalty? Five. Yeah, so, okay. Bear it in mind, though, you know. Um, should worst come to worst. Okay. So, Van Helsing, you're kicking everything off? Uh, yeah, I guess. Like, I want to just scream die when I cast it, by the way. Like, I want to get as close as I can until they seem alerted, and I'm just going to run forward, scream die at the first person. Like, if one of them is moving toward me, mm -hmm. then I'm going to do that uh, on whoever moves toward me. And when that happens, like, I'm hoping that that's going to kind of, like, route the other person, frankly. Right. So Van like, Hilsing I scream and... die, and this person just falls to the ground dead. Van Helsing and Corny approach and approach mm -hmm. as quietly as they can. Um... And at a certain point, you someone steps on something, and there's a loud crack, and the figure that was sitting up, or you know, sitting, sits up even higher and starts to look about. I think that's when you scream. Am I 90 feet away? Yes, you are more closer than 90 feet. Okay, I'm gonna scream, die at this person. Okay. Uh, All right. The figure sits up. You point and shout and scream, die, and immediately just topples and tumbles to the ground. I say At go. At this point, just... I rush yeah, up go. from my ambush position and go after the other figure that was sleeping uh, with an attempt to maybe tie them up before they get a chance to move. Okay. The other figure starts to rouse from its sleep, but it still, you know, was asleep. Uh, when you approach, you can see clearly that Jackart is on the ground, unconscious, and his wife Perfect. is getting up from her sleep. Um, you're coming up from pretty much behind her, but she turns uh -huh. as you, you know, as you run after her, and you're pounding on the ground. She looks one way, looks the other way. What are you doing, Croak? Um, I am attempting to basically like tackle her and then get the rope out and like hog tie. Make me an attack roll, please. All right. Um, you get a free round for surprise, right? You do. Okay. Uh, 9 Thaco 20 is a miss. You go to tackle her. Um, actually, wait a minute. No, she's sitting. That gives you a plus 2 to hit, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. If she is sitting and you are... And is surprise not a minus 1? Uh, surprise one. would be a plus 1 as well. So that would yeah. actually be a... Okay. Uh, a so that'd 12. be a 10. Plus be a because there's a plus 10 for armor class. Assuming she has 10 AC. No, she has 10 AC, my Thacko's 20, so my target number's 10. Yes. So yeah, I was surprised I would get her, assuming 10 AC. Yep. Even if she had 12 AC, or 8 AC, you would hit because of the darkness bonus. Yeah, no, she yeah was if I'm getting a bonus from that. From sitting, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping Corny's How? running up to like deal with... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Simultaneously, I'd, I'd run up and probably get there a little bit later, but he's on the ground, so I'd just right. try so to... So you, you actually do hit her. And you are trying to wrestle her to the ground? I'm essentially, yeah, I'm just, I'm hitting her full in the back with all 215 pounds of me. And then, you know, you're grabbing her and like hog tying her with the, with the rope, the hempen rope I have. Okay. 
Could so, it's like an outside of an action thing have me like scream or shout back to um to Malachi to bring the horses forward so we can get out of here quickly? Just like bring the horses forward, get up here. Yeah, all right. I start leading the horses up if he says that. Okay, uh, you get her in a leg lock. Ooh. Um, Kinky. Which inflicts one point of damage, and you can hold this lock every round to do more and more damage each round. Um, but you get her in this leg lock, and she starts, Ah! Uh, Jackert! Help! Help! As Corny... What are you doing, buddy? Right yeah, I'm trying to, uh, basically... So, um... We only have one rope. What? We only have one rope. We can, yeah, I assume we cut it in half. Well... Well, hold on. No one, no rope has been cut. No one had said anything <laughs> yeah. about cutting oh, any rope. So. Yeah. Okay, I, I would assume that he has it then. Corny has it. Because... I have... I mean, if, unless he has his own rope, I, yeah. I'm the one with the I rope in my pack. Right? I would no, no, because I, I think, I think what we can do, like, I can get Jackart. Well, up I, I don't care about Corny. It's your turn right now. Yeah. What do you do, or yeah. you lose your turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling, pulling Jackart up, like, towards um, Croak. So I guess we can rope him up with his rope. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Croak is right. on the ground wrestling, wrestling this woman, getting um, her in some sort of leg lock. You're getting her semi-conscious husband to husband. sit up. As Van Helsing's still in the back waiting. Uh, I, I actually wanted to. Um, so I, I get a free round, right? Because of the surprise? Yeah, I was just trying to see what everyone's actions are for this round. Your action was to cast a spell. Malachi, you're in the back. You I just, hear this shit going yeah. off. What are you doing, Malachi? I, I'm just. Because uh, uh, Van Helsing shouted out, like, bring the horses. So I'm assuming it's work, right? So I'm not. I'm just bringing the horses. Okay. Up. All right. We're going to enter the next round, and I want you to roll initiative. Someone roll initiative for your team, and I will roll initiative for the opponents. Who do you want me You want me to roll? You guys can decide. <sighs> oh, God, what's happened? Uh, I'll roll it. You want to roll it? Okay. It's just straight d10, right? Straight d10. Plus, a, like, speed. Nope. Uh, no, you're doing it's it for the group whole initiative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, six. Six. All right. Party goes first. Yes! All right. Yeah, fuck now. I um before before Jakart has a chance to get up, I literally just want to run up to him and like just break one of his arms and break one of his legs. And since what? he's unconscious, I feel like I should be able to do this, right? Really? You don't do, you don't get auto breaks. If you want and if you have a weapon in hand, you can auto kill him. You can't just, just auto on snap him. legs. It's not oh, a thing. No. Can I I can't like just grab a knee and like bang it with my hilt or something if you want to do non-lethal damage to him with your weapon you may make uh, you may auto hit and just roll for damage i just want to make sure he's crippled and can't run if we don't get him tied up in time non-lethal damage do it. you can do yeah, non-lethal just... damage that may knock him yeah. unconscious but you you there's no like hobbling maneuver okay so i i could like run up and hit him in the back of the head with the uh pommel of the scimitar yes you can yeah. just and do non-lethal non damage that's Okay, I, I will do that. All right, um, make me a damage roll because he's sleeping or held right. in combat, so you can just auto hit. What's the damage? Same damage as normal. Cool. Two. Great. Two. You whap right. him in the back of the head. Oh, actually, three because I get a plus one bonus. What's your. from specialization? From uh, strength. No. I don't from have strength, specialization. Right, you don't have specialization. What are you talking about? You have 16 strength? Yep. Your stats are broken, aren't they? <laughs> It's okay, though. I have 3 HP. Right. 16, 9, 15, 14, 17, 17. I should have been a paladin. Should have been a paladin. 
Alright, you whap him in the back of the head. He groans with pain. Uh, Malachi, you you can be as close as you want now. If I can be within range to thwap him with my staff if he's still awake, I will. You can, and he is. Then I thwap him. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, you can auto-hit, so give me just a damage roll. Fucking Rex. Whap! Is this lethal <laughs> or non-lethal? No, non-lethal. 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 You crack him in the, back in the head. There's a, a sickening yeah. crunch, and he crumples to the ground in one piece. His wife is still screaming, Jackard! Jackard, no! As Croak applies a another point of damage. Uh, this time you're applying two points of damage because it's cumulative. So first round is one, second round is two, next round is three, four, etc. Can somebody, like, elbow her in the face and knock her out? Um, I don't know. It's Corny's turn. I can... I'm gonna do that. Can I do, uh, non-lethal against her with my short sword? Yes. Just give me, uh... She is wrestling. Uh-huh. If you want to attack her, you're gonna have to make an attack roll. Mm -hmm. And how do you... Hmm. She's held, though, right? Auto hit. Kind of, sort of, but she's held and it's not quite held. It's mm -hmm. well, it is a hold, but holds it's are almost, not held. Almost mm -hmm. literally held. Almost <laughs> literally, but not quite. Um, being held, but I think the problem quite. is there's like so much fat and blobule all over. You can't get a clean shot at yeah. just her. You're like kicking me in like ineffective regions. Yeah, I, I would say you should at least get a really large bonus. You know, I've been trying. to trying to be really respectful to Neil before, but the second we got in any amount of danger, that all just went out the window. <laughs> I literally don't care anymore, just as long as we're okay. Our lives are at stake. Just yeah. The call was horseshit. For all we know, these people could be unarmed, but our lives are at stake. Give me an attack roll at her. Okay. Uh, that. That's probably yeah. That's a hit. Quay, you whapper with your short sword. Give me a damage roll. Okay, I get nothing. One. <laughs> she remains conscious, and it oh is her God. turn. How do you break a hold? She's held. So. She is being wrestled. The hold is broken by a throw, a gouge, the assistance of another person, or the successful use of a weapon. Neil, can I talk? You may say I something. Say a few seconds. I yeah. say, surrender, woman. All hope is lost for you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's screwed and outnumbered. Um, she cries, "Mercy, mercy! Please don't kill us. We don't have any money. We have nothing. You can take it all. Just don't kill us." We shall not kill you. Submit, and then uh. I submit. I lock tie them both together. Like, yeah. Take the unconscious person and her together, and like do that circular rope them all together thing. Jackert, Jackert, are you alive? Oh God, he's bleeding. Oh my God, Jackert. I mean, you know, minor head wound, blood, but whatever. He will live. Yes. We are here to take you back to town. What? Oh no. Seems your deeds have caught up with you, woman. She looks aghast. Um, yeah. Pretty dramatic there for a moment. I mean, we need I, like I want to look her in the eyes and and wait for her to kind of stop blithering some, and then kind of lean in and be like, "So uh, the uh, name Velen, it does it mean anything to you, honey?" Huh, Velen? 
Then yes. Like, Seems your it. husband had some dealings with this person. I don't. I don't I know, want to know what you know. I, your life may depend on it. I, I interrupt here and I say, can we worry about all this when we get back to town? I don't want to stay out in these woods a moment longer than necessary. I want the chance to question them, Van. If we turn them over, we may not get the information ourselves. I, we can take I, them straight to the house of the Lord before turning them in. You are both correct. We can question them on the road. God, you're not taking me back to that awful woman, are you? Um, indeed we are, yes. Unless you cooperate. I fear you may be taken back to the noose. I will cooperate. Just God, just don't take us back there. They're they're horrible people. You'll have your chance to have your say. Yeah, I I say we need to get them on horses. Like we need to throw them over horses and just ride two to a horse on the way back. Like have them tied up, throw them over a horse. Like cut the rope in half so we can tie them separately if need be. Yeah, I think, I think, it, so. I think it's fine to have them both tied together. Just jump them on a horse. Have like two horses literally side by side and have them like strung over different ones. Because we can't have three people on one horse. Yeah, we can't. So we can't give them the right hold. You can cut the rope and put it to to one and one. That's fine. fine. I'll reimburse you for your rope. It's fine. No, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's still a useful rope. It's 25 and 25. Yeah. Uh, I would would like to cast Sanctuary on myself while we get this done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you. Next, uh, we didn't go over that today, but um, I memorize spells in the morning. I can start messaging them to you if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. message spells in the mornings. Um, so their combined weight will, and actually probably put their horses at a slower pace. In fact, I think you guys should have been at a slower pace too, because Corny, how much do you weigh? Yeah, Corny shouldn't go with Croak. To be fair, not a lot. Uh, I weigh. I would say Corny and Croak, and then Malachi and I escort the prisoners on our horses. Okay. Yeah. Me and all my gear is like 110 pounds. And Croak, how much do you weigh with all your gear? Um, I weigh 215 plus 66, so 281. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Struggles. I guess some guy, how you guys magicked something, but Croak alone on a, on a riding horse makes it move at one quarter speed. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'll um, have to remember that. Yeah. I weigh 200 with gear. Okay. See, what you guys really need are some medium horses. None of these yep. riding horses. They're for light people. Um, <clears throat> anyway, doesn't matter. Somehow, you've managed to do it, and over the course of the rest of the night, you managed to get back to Shirebrook. Uh, oh, the sun God. is already up by the time you yes. pull into town, exhausted from your trek. Um, can we talk to them on the road? Like, can we talk to uh, the woman on the sure. road back? What would you like to well, say? we've got one each, right? Which one have you got, Van Helsing? Uh, I guess I'll have the woman on my horse. I don't care. Uh, and the guy's, yeah, the guy's going to wake up later, so you can talk to him anyways. Yeah, I, given I'm the one that bashed his skull in, I should probably yeah. be the one to ride with him. So, yeah, uh, can we talk to them on the road then, mm-hmm. Neil? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say to her, you're the one who poisoned Lady Twin Tower, are you not? To her? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I ain't saying anything to the likes of you. Well, it'll all come out in time. My friend here has ways of making people talk, and I just kind of like make a quick gesture over to Malachi. Hmm. Well, so that, if she, that, if she that, that, that won't be necessary. That won't be necessary. I, I, I. 
I slipped the poison, the the potion into her, into her wine that night. She was a little drunk. Didn't even notice it. Whose plan was this? Did you conspire it, or does this go a little bit deeper? Her husband says, "Don't, don't say anything." She holds back for a moment and then just lets it all pour out. She goes, uh, it kind of starts weeping a little. It says, oh, she's just such a, a terrible, terrible person. She's awful. And I've, we've been thinking, I've been wanting to do something, something to show her that she can't treat people this way, something to bring her down to our level. And, and then, and then Jack Art met a man one day. Jack Art's saying, no, don't shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> says, uh, he Ooh. he met a man down by the docks. I, I don't know his name. He was getting off a ship a, a fortnight ago or so, and they they got to talking and and this this man said he was headed for the uh, he he was headed out into the wilderness, and and that he that he had things mysterious things that he could do. And Jack Art explained to him our plight. And somehow they got to talking, and the man said he could bring us a potion of ugliness if, if only we could get him something. Uh, he, the blood uh, of a virgin. He didn't say virgin. He said pure of heart, innocent of flesh. I. He, he was very, very specific about that. I, I didn't think it mattered, but we we searched until we could find someone that we were sure of would be pure of heart and innocent of flesh. A maiden in the that, that works with me with, for Lady Twin Towers. Can we... Can I hear this conversation? Yeah, everyone can hear the conversation. So I say, um... The blood that you acquired for this man, did he indicate that it was an ingredient for the potion? Or was it for his own endeavors? No, no, we traded the blood for the potion. Huh. I see. You said he met this man in the wilderness? No, he, he was getting off a boat at Shirebrook, uh, about a fortnight ago. He do you, left do you south of boat? town towards the Hidden Valley. And then... The name of the boat? I, I don't... Jackart would know. Jackart? I say, looking behind me. There's no point in staying silent anymore, friend. The Wave Skipper. The Wave Skipper. Wave Skipper. You may have just saved your neck. Yes. Your All cooperation right. will be noted. I'll ensure that you get a full trial and that your your lives do not stop as soon as you reach the Lord's Manor. I will do everything in my power to secure you a trial to the full extent of the law. I, right. I'm not unsympathetic to your plight, but I, I cannot condone your methods, what you've done, how you've done it. I, I can't let that slide. All right. I think we've got all the information we want from them. Yep. Uh, I think we just kind of take them straight to the Lord's Manor and say that we're going to take them to um, the sheriff afterward because we need to do this, like, legally. Mm -hmm. But, um... Well, let's, I, let's I think... take that one step at a time. You arrive at uh, the Twin Towers estate. Yeah. Uh, I guess they... I go and speak to the foreman. Yeah. The... Hawk, friend! We have returned. I see, I see. And you have the escapees in tow. Indeed. Quite good. I, I'll take one of those horses. Uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny, come here. Would you please show these people and their prisoner to 
Oh God, the parlor won't do their bloody. Show them to uh, actually come with me to the stables. We'll deal with this business yes. out there. You should fetch the Lord as well. Johnny, would you fetch Lord Twin Towers? Uh, and pretty soon you're all meeting in the stables. Throw them down into the hay. Okay. Lord Twin Towers comes out. And he's got like a blackjack in his hand. One of those saps like things. Ouch. Um, and he's just kind of whapping it against the palm of his hand. Um, and there are the two prisoners thrown down on the the hay tied up together. Uh, you cut the rope in half, right? Yeah, we cut the yeah. rope in half, so they're tied separately. Do you make now. a note on your character sheet that it's right done? Lord Twint, die! You see, I have returned as I said I would. Uh huh. Are these the folks who committed the deed? Surely you recognize the lady here. I do. Is they she have the as one much admitted it? it. This was their plan. This was their idea. They were not the ones who brewed the potion, but they did come up with the plot, and they are the one who slipped it into the drink. I believe they are willing to testify as much. I see. I would suggest we let the authorities handle this, their trial, their of punishment. Of course. We follow the law here in town. I'm glad. But that doesn't mean they didn't put up a fight when they were brought in. He steps forward and whaps Jackart in the face hard with the blackjack. Um, and then he turns back to you and says, uh, I believe a matter of payment is needed. Um, Reginald, would you please escort these fine fellows back inside? I'm sure they're weary from their journey. Uh, bring them 100 gold as well. Um, Marvelous. See to their horses. Thank you, Lord Twin Tower. Okay. You guys head back in sound, inside to the sounds of Lord Twin Towers beating the two mercilessly with a, a sap. Yep. Um, I leave my horse there. That was, you know, because it was that horse. Right. I um I actually stop before we go inside and I ask him to spare the woman on account of her cooperating when we asked questions. It made the whole process much easier and that her cooperation should at least be noted in that respect. He nods to you. Um, <clears throat> you guys head back inside. You are given refreshments. Some food is brought down for you. Some drinks, some non-alcoholic drinks are brought down or some alcohol, whatever you'd like. Uh, and you are given 100 gold. It is delivered into... Ooh, whose hands is it delivered into? Um, Malachi and Van Heelsing, would you both please roll a d20? Actually, would you make opposed charisma checks? Whoever gets the higher charisma check. Oh, so right. Whoever gets sure the higher roll without going over. Um, so I was going to ask about that. Let's say my intelligence is 17 and somebody else's intelligence is 15. If I roll a 16 and they roll a 15, you what's better? Okay. It's the Wait. highest roll that doesn't exceed the stat is the winner. Oh, yeah. so you want high, but you want to be under your stat. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a, actually a pretty clever way of doing it. So I fail. That's pretty cool. That's higher uh, than your charisma, Nick? Yeah. Okay. okay, well, I pass then. All right. I have the... 10 on everything apart from dex, which is 9, which is 17. Oh, yeah, you had like the most average. Yeah. The gold is handed into Van Helsing's hands. I count it out immediately and split it four ways. An honorable man, indeed. Mm -hmm. 25 gold to each member of the party? Yep. The gnome think... should get less given he's smaller. 
I mean, it wouldn't be like frowned upon for a cleric to have like a small fund that he uses to sort of fund expeditions no, like this. No, you just have like, to tithe ten percent to the church. Okay, that's fine. I would like. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I'm gonna do it anyway. So, uh, Vaughn, that uh, gold you got there. I, I know people like you have to give it to the church, and that. Uh, it is a noble and worthy cause, but you yourself, you have to fund your own expeditions out into the world. What if I were to handle that for you? It would be your fund, and you could pay whatever needs you have from it, uh, and I would, of course, keep it in, in good standing. But then the church itself wouldn't have to take it from you. I, uh, I kind of like just give him a blank look as I scoop the coins into my pouch. <laughs> I say... I am uh, happy to donate. Bijan, I think you're mute, by the way. I love you, Nick. Thank you. I'm not sure for how long. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, it's fine. No, I don't think I said anything anyway. But yeah, I, I'd say, um, Croak, seriously, you're going to burn it all at the inn anyway. So why don't you just lay it down here, ways? <laughs> I, um... Okay. I think that about wraps up our session today. Congratulations on completing the first episode and surviving without taking any damage at all. Um, oh, experience. Yes. Oh, yeah. I do want to note that had you guys come back to town during the day, there would have been more trouble on the road, but your nighttime traveling managed to actually avoid danger rather than get into it. Oh, MVP good. cleric, good we job. So good. Yeah, yeah. nice. So, good. Uh, so let's just get a total of experience going here. Um, for rooting out the for for completing the entire quest, that's a good two hundred and fifty uh, five hundred experience for the quest. Each or no uh, total, and I'll divide it, and then we'll do some individual experience awards. I think. Okay. Um, okay. What else did we do? Um, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. There's no combat. I mean, you defeated those two, but they weren't threatening you. Jackhart had a knife, but that's about it. You guys got a good ambush on him. So let's give, you know, 10 experience for fighting Jackhart. Is that it? Is that all the experience? <laughs> I can't think of anything else that was out of the story. What about the that... investigation? Well, that's kind yes. of what the experience. That's yeah. what the 500's for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the, I, don't know, I, I stole yeah. from some people. You did steal from some people. <laughs> How much? Gold? Oh, you all get. Um, you acquired a hundred golds. So that's worth a hundred experience. Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking about that rule. Yeah. How many people did I steal from? I attempted five thefts. I was successful Just, twice for right. a total of seventeen copper and two silver. Um, let's. I was really hoping we get to level two off this session. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. No way. Uh, okay. I need so little to level two. I only need fifteen hundred. All right. So you each get one hundred and fifty-two experience. If you have a sixteen in your prime requisite, you can get an additional ten percent off that. Yeah. Um, so that cool. definitely goes to Malachi. Then he'll sing. You don't have a sixteen wisdom, do you? Yeah, I have seventeen. And wisdom. Okay, you get ten yeah. percent. Corny, do you have fifteen? Balance. Nope. Oh. Croak, do you have a sixteen in? I have sixteen dex. Yeah. Okay, so that's another 10% for you. So sorry, Neil, what was the total for each? 152. 
Okay, plus ten percent. Right. You should go up to one sixty-seven or one sixty-eight if you uh, round up. I'll round up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just round up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Eight. Let's All right, see. It's gonna be a wild level two, boys. Wizard spells cast to overcome foes or problems. You definitely overcame uh, the problem with the hypnosis. So yep. fifty experience for you there, plus another ten percent, so fifty-five experience for you. Oh yeah. Priest, successful cool. use of granted no, uh, spells cast to overcome foes or problems. 50 experience yes. for you there, Cleric. 55 with your 10%. All right. Rogue, for successful use of a special ability, uh, your second move silently was successful. So 200 okay. experience for you there, Rogue. 200? Yeah. What about oh. the uh, pickpockets? What? You gained less than a gold, so no experience. For no? That. Okay. Um, warrior per hit die of creature defeated. None of that. <laughs> nope. Uh, player has a clever idea. Did any of you guys have any clever ideas that you want to shout out? Uh, I figured out that the servant had poisoned Lady Twin Towers. Yeah. I wouldn't say that was a clever idea. I think that's kind of I mean, the I basic. I, I would definitely give the hypnosis thing to Nick if you wouldn't, hypnosis that for in. Sure. Yeah, if you that wouldn't just a... lump that into um, his 50 for doing the spell thing. Yeah, why don't we just give you the another 50 for that? Because that was very clever. And you did it in a really good way, pulling out the amulet. and should even give me another back. 50 on top, maybe. It was that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so 50, we're on 278 so far. Yep. Player has an idea that saves the party. No. Player role plays his character well. Well, shit, you all got that. You guys were fantastic. Super on the uh, yeah, um, So let's give everyone... 100, but I want to separate out Cork and Corny uh, for an extra 100 on that, just because you guys, your accents were so on point today. <laughs> um, player encourages others to participate. You guys are all, you know, participating on your own, no single combat. So that is going to be our experience for the party. Um, each of you are a different class, so you each level up at different times normally. And then on top of that, the varying XP will level you up all at kind of different points in time. Some days one of you may get more experience, some days others of you may get more experience. It'll it'll fluctuate around. So, you know, if I cast Magic Missile five times, do I get 250 XP? If it's a useful Magic Missile, you don't get it for... Like in, in the course of a combat, I mean. Um, I think it's like using magic as a broad concept, not just for every Yeah, to overcome a problem. So maybe if you have like, like that key Magic Missile that you break a potion that someone was about to drink or you know it seems uh, like a lot for the rogue skills right four times as much yeah but the given successful the rogue use of faster. a rogue skill is a lot less common that's I true think. all right i mean i'm not sorry it's fine i'm just going to write the number there. the going rate will be ready to uh, hit level two by week six Perhaps. Well, I think it'll be a little bit faster. This first episode was a little low on many things, just to feel it out, see how the player, the characters would come about and see how everything would work. Um, I would expect uh, the next session um, of gameplay to be maybe a little bit more dangerous with a little bit no, higher no, rewards. That felt pretty dangerous, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to be real. I'm not sure about the, uh, the danger part. Well, there was the music in the background. It felt really dramatic for a while. Yeah, I feel like the pussyfooting works well for us. Yeah. Yes. You know, I don't mean toe-to-toe -to -toe with a giant danger, but... Mm -hmm. Shame not. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. 
for everyone that's watching, there is a Reddit thread up on reddit.com slash r slash koibu that has a, a little feedback area. I think it is just called Hardcore Heroes Session 1 Discussion Thread. And we would love to hear what you think of this first episode. I know I would love to hear. I'm pretty sure these guys Yeah, definitely. Any feedback. Yeah, critique. So if you have I'll any for my rhymes. feedback, any you know compliments or complaints, let us know. Because I am, I'm interested. I'm dying to hear what you guys have to say. So, anything you guys would like to say before we head out? Are you scratching your face with the metal? Yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. It's just... <laughs> I just wasn't really. I just felt bad. <laughs> Somebody gave me it for Christmas. It's like a box scratcher. Ah. Oh, very Ooh, clever. Nice. Yep. All right. That was a lot of fun. I had a, I had a blast. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Yeah. Cool. Uh, there will not be a session next week. I am moving to Thailand in like three days, and it's oh. going to take me a little bit to get set up. But keep your ears peeled. It'll probably be not next Saturday, but the Saturday after that, or at the latest, the Saturday Shields after up that. Weapons online. So, 16th um, or the 23rd. Yes, the 16th or the 23rd. Cool. So we'll see you guys for that then. And well played, everybody. You didn't die. Congratulations. Yep. Yes. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.